what's the intro music? Uh, for uh, my boy Bobby. Bobby. Shower. Ah, okay. Used to be a huge poison fan. Okay. That's crack. Episode 95. Ride Shotgun with Norman Jim. 95, coming up on 100 soon enough. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. Okay. <laughs> a little poison, you know? I, I'd say that I could imagine uh, Rob bouncing his head to this, but I cannot imagine Bob. I could imagine him standing there completely hammered like, you're like, what's wrong with that guy? The guy in the corner. What's that guy in the corner? He's, he's drunk. Uh, Bobby Schaller. So yeah, so uh, here we are, episode 95, Riding yep. Shackham with Norman Jim, and it's uh, March 13th, yep. 2022, and uh, two years ago today was two weeks to flatten the curve. You think it's flat? <sighs> Yeah, I think now it's getting pretty flat. But that, that, yeah, I tell you, what's not fucking flat is a gas price, that motherfucker. Oh and I love, I, I love where they put those stickers next to the price. I did this. Oh yeah, I see them everywhere. That's fucking hilarious. And it's like I did this, and then I, then I just saw another one where below them they'll put what's his name, her, the the VP going, I helped. <laughs> Whoever these people are, it's hilarious. It did you I see did. on the idiots chat where I put the picture of? I was at the pump and I was bent over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took the self. The I'm girl next to me is like, she's looking like, what the fuck what are you doing? Me? I'm taking in the ass from the. Yeah. And she's probably like, me too. Yeah. I'm on my knees over here. Oh, really? Well, since you are, can you help me out? I can help you with those gas For prices. For $4.45 a gallon. Shit, we're almost there. Oh, my God. That's what I paid, four forty-five that day. Yeah, I think that's the that was the average a couple of days ago. Yeah. Remember, I, t- I showed you that picture where it was four nineteen. That same place I went to, like two days later, it jumped up to like four fifty two. It's ridiculous, man. I I feel bad for the people on a fixed income. You know, like you yeah. all older people. Yeah, they really can't go anywhere right now. Yeah, and it's like the cost of goods, everything has gone up, mm-hmm. and um, it's a shame for them. You know, your old re- retired people who work their ass off and. And there's still some leftovers from the greatest generation ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the boomers right now are moving into that. Yeah. And I, I don't. I didn't really appreciate the boomer generation. I think they were the ones part of the generation that ruined this country. Mm. Uh, that's just my feelings. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I felt like they were the ones that, you know, um, th- there's so much that I can point to in history that I felt like the boomer generation were, were not very good for this country. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Our parents' generation, I thought they were, that was a great generation. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the ones that fought in World War II, North Korea. Um, you know, to put that work ethic uh, in the American spirit. The Beatles slash Vietnam generation. Hey, you know, it's a, it's a war, they draft, everything. I, I hated that. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of uh, that generation and, and their... Uh, fighting their, the establishment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so that's it. But anyway, um, tomorrow is Pi Day, 3.14. Ah, Pi Day. March 14th. <laughs> um, but that was the day I got my first shot last year, a year ago. Oh, we God. also did a podcast that day, and I had a few beers, and then I was like driving by, and I saw the line, and I was like, so I'm going to drive by, and that's how oh, okay. I get my yeah, first yeah, shot yeah. that day. And that was like, felt like, hey, I'm saved. And here we are a year later, we're still wearing fucking, well, I'm not wearing a mask. but No, neither am I now, because uh, Philadelphia has left at the uh, mask mandate. So and now here we are. You, I had a cold. And now, and now maybe I should have kept that damn mask on, but that's fucking <laughs> hell. 
Maybe I Who the have. fuck cares? I said the zoo. I would have got. I mean, everybody gets a cold. What the hell? I was like, I honestly, I was so sick. Like, I think Monday, Tuesday, whatever. I had a really bad cold, and I said the zoo. I said, you know what? I'd rather fucking have this than ever wear a mask again. Oh, I mean, you get cold, you get sick. I mean, yeah. to me, this sure, is this is building your immune system. Yeah, I mean, to me, this isn't sick. This is just part of you know the year. You get colds, you get this, you get well, that. It's not a big deal. Yeah, so here we are in Russia and that whole mess over in there. Ukraine, yeah. And they, they sent Kamala Harris over there. Why? I don't know. Like, to meet with the, the president of Poland. And I'm like, this is an embarrassment to the world that she's <clears throat> over there. But whatever. She's okay. just, oh my God, so out of place. Yeah. Um, it's bad right now. Um, I don't think I've ever felt... Uh, you know, I, there were times in this country where you were like, okay, um, things are really bad. Um, there were definitely some times, right? The 70s, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Carter's time. Mm -hmm. uh, some of Obama um, during that time a little bit. Um, you know, actually a little bit during Trump when you had all the rising up and the mm -hmm. uh, all the protesting and everything. I was not too happy with that time. Um, and now is probably the worst, you know. And the amount of Americans at this point, right? And they were all led, right? There were those that knew, and there was those that were fed by the media. And, you know, I'm not a QAnon or anything like that, but I still go back to, and I've said this many times, that I think that why Trump was so upset with the election, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and this is the last time I'm going to say it. Well, probably not, but... Um, as I think he was so upset about the election because he knows that they cheated. And that's why he knows that the other side cheated too. Like, I think Biden knows, I, I think Trump knows that he Cheating cheated. Cheating is part of, right. part of the gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except like he was on the uh, shoot end. Because he percent. even beat Obama votes by a few million. I mean, you know, the fact that, Biden got, what, 14 million more votes than Obama did at his side. It's like, to me, it's, it's the reason why he got so upset is because he knows what he did, only they did it more. Mm -hmm. Right? That's my feeling. Okay. I could be right. I could be wrong. Whatever. But I think there was definitely on both sides some cheating that went on in yeah. that election. One cheated better. And that's why we got what We're we got. One, we're only one year into Biden. We got three more years of this guy. I'm worried, very worried about that. Very worried about that. One year. Yeah, it's amazing what happens in one year. Yeah. You know, uh, how much unraveled. And um, yeah, the confidence in, uh, in Biden is just low. You know, it's like this guy just... You know, like you said, th th things always happen. You know, w you can go back to any time in, in our history. There's always... Some something's always happening. Right. Whether here or around the world. But it's, do you have confidence in the guy leading your country? Can he get us through this? Can he get us to the other side? And most of the time you have confidence. Sometimes you don't. But in, in Biden, it's just like, oh, this guy, he, he's not going to get us through this. I know. So we're worried. We're worried. Well, uh, I mean, I actually am worried. I'm worried. I'm not so worried about myself. I'm worried more about my kid and what he's got to grow up to and, and what can happen. Yeah, I and, wouldn't want to be a kid during this. I really wouldn't, you know. I, and I'm sure I sound like a crotchety old man. Probably sound like my old man, you know. But uh, this social media bullshit it's just too much it is and somebody's got to step in and control big tech because they're controlling everything right now mm -hmm. they're controlling the narrative on a lot and i think they had a lot to play on the election yeah 
But, you know, that's not any conspiracy theories. That's just actually true belief. Anyway, episode 95, The Greats to Wear 95. Get us started, Jimbo. I'll start off with uh, Richard Dent. Yes, it's part of the my list. 85 Bears, man. They were good. And he was, I, remember, I still remember when Buddy came to the Eagles and he said about Reggie White. And Reggie had just only played like maybe a half season. Uh, right. And he said, this guy's going to be better than Richard Dent. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. And he sure in hell was. Yeah. But Richard Dent was tremendous. He was tremendous. Hall of Famer, right? Yes, yes. Came and, off um, the edge, man, fast and bad. He was not. He actually ended up playing on the Eagles, but not when Buddy was here. Did he really? Again, we always get these guys <laughs> at, at the, the end of their career. End of their one career. year, Richard Dent, number, and he wore 95 also okay. for the Eagles for one okay. year. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to go with a guy I just absolutely love for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Greg Lloyd. Oh, my God. He was a badass. Yeah. Oh, he was fucking good. He was good. Uh, as soon as I, you know, thought about him in number ninety-five, I'm like, whoa, I gotta have him in the who wins. Oh I don't my today. God, yeah, he was, he was. Oh, I mean, you know, he exemplified. They they called him Blitzberg, and man, he was coming uh, off that edge. And that's a mean mother, man. Oh yeah, that dude. That's a way to play football. Yes, they had a bunch of those type of guys yeah. in Pittsburgh, so I can see why they're big fans. Yeah, he was tough. I'm gonna go with uh, an eagle, John Bunny. John Bunning, yes. So, it's, I always thought it was great. Like, Bunning and Bergie and LeMaster were the three linebackers at that time. Yeah. Bergie was 66 in the middle. Mm-hmm. Bunning left outside at 95. And LeMaster, 59. 59. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was cool. Yeah, yeah. They flip-flop and 66, 66 in the middle. In the middle. I always yeah. think about that, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah good linebacker. John Bunning, very good. I'm going to go with the guy who got suspended. Uh, for taking a quarterback's helmet off and smacking the guy in the Oh, head. yes, yeah. But he's actually, he is a monster yeah. football player, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Texas A&M. I'm going to go with another Eagle. I'll go with uh, uh, Michael, is it Michael? Kenner. Yes, Kenner. Kenner's on the Super Bowl Kenner's, team. Yeah, yeah Michael Good ball player. Great, great ball player. Somehow he's made his way down to, he plays for Washington now. I have no idea how. Oh, God. He was a linebacker for them this past the, year. The, but he played commanders? years for us, and he yeah. was on that Super Bowl team. He was and, good. Yeah, he's good. great. He has a nice speed, good tackler. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who turned out to be a excuse me a bust. He was a good player. There, the Eagles tried to trade for this guy at one point. He was the third overall pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say he was like 2010, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Played for Oregon. Do you remember him? Deion Jordan? Deion Jordan. Jordan. name sounds familiar. He was third overall pick for the <clears throat> Dolphins. Okay. And, hey, defensive end. And for some reason, the Eagles just absolutely loved this guy. And they had mm-hmm. a trade worked out. But this guy was in all kinds of trouble. All huh. kinds of trouble. Huh. So I think he was like three, four years in the league and out. Okay. Was third overall okay. pick. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Massive and fast. Yeah. You know, he's just one yeah. of those... Um, hey, one of the great combination. He called a uh, mamula. Right, you know, <laughs> you know, guy who just looks good at the combine. He looks and, good in his underwear and all yeah, that stuff. Right, Terrific. Right. I'll go with the guy who went to Ohio State and played for the Redskins, Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson. Dan Wilkinson, yeah, defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, out of Michigan State, he wore ninety-five uh, in Bubba, college. Bubba, Bubba Smith, kill Bubba, kill, kill Bubba, kill. I told you the Bubba Smith story before, but I'll tell it again just in case anybody didn't listen to that story. Beaumont, Texas. Now, when I I had that part-time job in high school, and and, uh, 
we found in the drawer, the one drawer. We were going, you know, we were unloading the, the truck at the dock, and um, we just went in there to get a marker, and we opened up the one girl's um, desk, you know, just to pull out to get a marker, and she had a, a Playgirl magazine in there, and it was like Bubba Smith was on the cover, and oh. Bubba Smith was the center. <laughs> Oh. And so we were writing her notes, little secret notes. Oh, hey, Judy. Hey, Judy. Hey, Judy. There's a reason I was a Bubba was here. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Oh, and then we just oh. we did it for the longest time, writing Bubba oh, notes to her. Bubba Smith. <laughs> I was on good times. You want to show you a good time. That's a classic, though. Go oh, ahead. Oh, my God. Bubba. Yeah, Bubba Smith was awesome, especially in college. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who uh, played uh, in Air Force and played for yeah. the Cowboys, Chad Hennings. Very and he, good. Was, he won three Super Bowls. He was good. He was good. Solid, very good ball player. Yeah, very good. Um, all right. I just like this guy's name. Uh, Sam Adams. Defense Sam second. Adams. He played for the Patriots and the Raiders. Sam Adams. And the yeah, Bills and the beer. Ravens. Great yeah. beer. Yeah, there's a, there's a, here, here's a trivia. If you see if you can get it. Yep. What? What is wrong with the uh, the bottle of Sam Adams? There's something untrue about the bottle of Sam Adams. Bottle of Sam Adams. What is untrue about the bottle of Sam Adams? Think about it. I don't know. The picture on it is not Sam Adams. It's Paul Revere. Get out of here. Swear to God. Because Sam Adams was such an untra- unattractive person, they couldn't put his picture on there. So they put a picture. As soon as I saw it, somebody said, hey, what's wrong with that? I said, oh, and before they got it, I said, hey, that's Paul Revere. And they're like, you just ruined the question. I was like, sorry, but I know that. That's awesome. I've been to Paul Revere's house. Good trivia, yes, man. Yes, that's Paul Revere. I love so that. when you see the picture of Sam Adams, that's, that's Paul Revere, man. That's awesome. So um, I'm going to go with the guy who was another couple-time Super Bowl winner on the Niners. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin Carter. Like, Kevin he was Carter. like a defensive nose tackle. Michael Carter. Is it Michael Carter? Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Was Michael it? Carter. It was yes. Big. Oh big my dude. God. His Huge nose tackle. Like played legs. for years with them. Yes, he was a big, strong son That's of a guy. great one. Yeah. Uh, defensive end. This guy is more famous. He did win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Defensive end for the Chiefs. But he was also famous for the guy that went off sides. Gave the Patriots that first down when the Chiefs should have won that Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Uh, but, you know, to get to the Super Bowl when they played in the AFC Championship. Chris Jones, defensive oh. end for the Chiefs. Was Shame on you, Chris. That's something like the Eagles did. I remember they did that one time. <laughs> a lot of times. Freaking dumbasses. Yeah. Speaking of the Eagles, I'll go with another guy who was a travelman and ended up with the yeah. Eagles at the end of the 90s, William Fuller. And he was pretty good. He was great. He was very good for the Eagles. Yeah. William Fuller. That's a good one. Uh, I don't have many more. Uh, this guy played for the Bills. And he was a linebacker yeah. for the Bills mm-hmm. and the Packers. Bryce Pop. Bryce Pop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go with another kind of guy. He traveled. Well, no, I don't know if he traveled around that much, but he was on the Dolphins. Um, Bowens. Tim. Tim Bowens. Tim Bowens. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sean Phillips, linebacker for the Chargers. Okay. So. What else you got? Oh shit! Uh, I only got I one think, more. I don't think I have any more. And he's not uh, a great. My last one is not a great to wear, 95, but he did wear 95. No, I don't have any more. Last one I have is Jerome McDougal. Oh, out of the U. Was oh, he out of the my. U? Jerome McDougal for the Eagles. Yeah. They drafted him about 14 or 15. He did, 15. And they pick. dropped down to get, I remember them doing it, I'm like, why? Because yeah. I remember watching him in college, and he was okay, but he was yeah. surrounded by tons of yep. talent. Exactly. And That's they're like, right. Jerome McDougal, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. And he was up. Bust. He sucked. He sucked. And in college, he was okay. 
It but was I mean, okay. he had so much talent. But that was like, you know, at that, it's like getting an Alabama player now. And yes, then it was yes. like Miami had all Miami, the talent. Miami, you know? Oh, Jerome McDougal. God, and then, didn't he get in trouble like almost immediately? He did. It's yeah. like, he, didn't he get shot or something like that? No, I don't, he went he, to the hospital for something. Maybe he was in a maybe. car accident. I don't know. That's funny. He, was, he did all sorts of crazy shit. He, he was a total bust, though. I think he was three years out of the league. You know, for the 15th pick. And this is what scares me. You know, the Eagles do good when they have, like, a top five pick, top ten pick. Like, yeah. they're no-brainers there. Yeah. And and when they have late picks, they usually they get somebody kind of decent. But it's right here at 14, 15, 16. That's what they fuck up. Yep. So I think they should trade one, save it for next year, and then just pick some guys who just fall to you. Jerome McDougal. Oh, McDougal. Jesus Jerome McDougal was shot. Well, he was, because I, I kind of remember them showing him. There he is in the ambulance. They just took him. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong During with the 2005 offseason, McDougal was shot during an armed robbery of his home. Uh, surgery is not... <coughs> Did that end his career, or that maybe it enhanced his career? Uh, who knows? He just sucked. Whatever. He was a bust. He's a bust. Yes. Anyway, um, so we'll stick with the NFL real okay. quick. Um, Carson Wentz got traded. Yes. Oh my God. So yeah, he's now he's on uh, the can I was about to say He's a comic Commodores. Unbelievable. So yeah, he's a Commodore. So we get to see him twice a year. We get to see Commander. freaking commanders. Oh, oh command. They're the commies. Commodores. Way. Whatever. Commodores. Commodores are a good band. And yeah, I love that. Oh, hey, yeah. if it was that, I'd really like. Him. Maybe I'd switch. It. Um, but then you know that now we get to see Big Ben uh, a couple times. Now he's on the net, so we get to see our two favorite guys a couple times a year. Yeah. So uh, Big Ben, boy, we can talk about that game the other night. Oh. God, I saw you guys going back and forth. They got fucking smoked from the get-go. They did. uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, Kevin Durant went off early and often. Durant looked terrific. So let's talk about that real quick. Um, My take on that game is, I said all along, pump the brakes on the Sixers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But pump the brakes on that game. Right? It was one game. Sure. I've seen series where a team blows a team out by 30, and then somebody comes back and beats the other team by 30. Oh, shit. Lakers, Celtics, Uh, right? Yeah, I would swing on. I was thinking a game one, 1985 finals. The uh, Mother's Day massacre, Boston blows out the Lakers, and they ended up losing that series. Yep. So it's like pump the brakes. Yep. You know, the Nets shot the lights out. Uh, They just didn't miss. And I felt like. Maxi was out of it. He was lost. Yeah. Uh, they just couldn't get into a flow. No. Harden certainly was out of it. Sir, he, what did he shoot? Three for 17 or something like that? Yes. He couldn't penetrate. He was going nowhere with the basketball. Yep. Uh, Irving just was all over him. He played great D. Yep. Um, and I think he even alluded to it. Then they got in a little bit of a shoving match. Then, you know, I mean, Irvin, I mean, uh, Durant was already kicking ass. Yep. Now you pissed him off. Now he's really going to go off. And he did. He did. And it was like. You know, Embiid's got to stop that shit, you know, where yeah. he just likes talking, like showing up for the fans yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, like he that. got the fans a, into it, but then Durant is the type of the guy only time they were into pissed it. off. And no. then, well, they were down by 20 just like that. Yeah. Like the end of the first quarter where they down 15. Yeah. So, and, it, and he was not making easy shots. He was just making every shot. He was making every shot. No, he's a, he's talented. He is probably the best guy in the league right now. He's fucking amazing, He's fucking dude. good. You, he, you, you give him an open J and Kyrie Irving, they're not missing. And then the, it's like 
That team is fucking deep too. They were guys well, off we the just bench gave here. Two fucking great guys, uh, Curry and Drummond. Drummond got and hurt. They, and they, they, were, they didn't even need them. And they they kind of were deep before. Yeah. So you know you give these guys a breather and you think, okay, well let's make up some point differential. You're not going to as long as they hold steady at that. And they they do because you know they bring in guys off the bench who are, who are capable. So they're they're going to be a tough out. You know, somebody made a good point the other day that, you know, their, their record is what it is because, first, Kyrie can't play at home. Which is stupid. You know, just get the vaccine. And then uh, Durant was hurt, so that a lot of their losses, when those two weren't in, well, now they can play. Right. So here we go. But, I mean, it's, it seems as though it's going to shape into a nice little rivalry. It the is. Sixers actually need one more dude. They do. Well, know? they need Harris to step up. To, to buy Toby, as they keep calling him. Toby. Yeah, and Toby's I thought name. he was doing okay until that game. Well, he no, he he sucked right for a bit. Yeah. Then he started to come on. He was starting to get better. He was starting to get in the flow of things. He wasn't. He didn't even need to be the guy, right? Because you had Maxi was stepping up, and so he started to play. And I was like, all right. And I think he was on Durant. I think he was trying to guard Durant. And that just wasn't working. Well, that's out. not going to be a ma- good matchup for anybody because the dude's a solid seven, seven footer, footer yeah. and he's outside. Right. So he's going to shoot over you constantly, and he's not going to miss too many fucking times. And then right. if you don't, he's going to go past you or post you up, and he can do that. Yep. Um, but Taste, the thing offensively, you know, now that we have somebody who can get it down to you know, and beat, it spreads the floor so you don't have those double teams. So you're going to have the spacing. So he's got to hit his open shots because if you're working around, you're going to get plenty of them. Right. He's got to start draining those. And if he does that, then the Sixers have a chance. Right. If they don't, get rid of the bum and get somebody who can. Yeah, I just felt like the other day it was uh, it's just one of those games. I yeah, it just I think got, their game plan sucked. Like, again, it, it, Doc, Doc, well, he sucks. Doc but, really um, got outcoached by fucking Steve Nash. <laughs> um, but Steve they kept Nash. putting the ball inside the Embiid. It was working in the fact that they were well, you know, getting, no, getting no one to the really foul can line. cover him. Right. You know, you give him a one-on-one, you're not going to cover the guy. Right. But that um, kind of took Harden guy, out of his game. You know, he's one guy, you know? I felt like that took Harden yeah, out of the game. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you're hoping that the inside-outside will open up each other. You know, you drop down a double him, mm-hmm. now you're open a bit. But he wasn't hitting anything. He was three for 17. And he kept dribbling, it seemed like, into crowds. Right. It's like you're, you're trying to find people to dribble into. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, pump the brakes. It is only one game. Yeah. Um, but it does show you that, man, they are deep, and that's, they are tough. When they want to turn it on, they can. And, and Kyrie Irving, man, he really played great defense that first quarter. I couldn't believe you it. Know, I didn't know he was that good of a defender. He was all He was on him. He was, he was really, unbelievable. And he, what, he have like three, four steals? Uh, probably like yeah. three, not probably that many. But, I mean, he was. <laughs> he picked his pocket and went the other way. I mean, it's like, damn, he is as good. And then Kyrie wasn't missing. You know, he, sometimes you get those nights with Kyrie, right? And um, so, and and he's not even asked to do much. It was just like yeah. they were setting him up because hey, and you're, that's you're a back nice here. Bench. Hey man, we're gonna have you play twelve minutes. When you get in there, just go off. Right. As much as you, and if you go off, great. If not, then I'll, then I'll, you know start passing it to somebody who will. And that's a mark of a nice team there. Yeah. So, and then the, uh, the what's the guy Drogovic or some shit like that they had. Yeah. I mean, he was but, making some nice passes. He was. I mean, he was penetrating and kicking back out. Like, he had one where he was underneath, and then, you know, obviously he wasn't going anywhere. And then somehow he got it back out to Durant, and bam, drain one. It's like, God damn. That was yeah, nice they were. Play. So, one game, we'll see what happens. We'll see. You um, know, they still got to make the playoffs. The they Nets. will. I mean, if, if these guys are now going to play, they will. 
You know, and th- now you think about it. Here's Ben. Ben doesn't need to shoot with that team. He doesn't. I know. Just bring I the ball up that. and dish. Yep. And, and he can dish. He can, he can, the way he can drive and create, it's like these guys are all going to be open. Exactly. And, and like I said, it's But spacing. you foul him. <laughs> well, you foul him. Well, you shack a hack him. <clears throat> but, I mean, you spread the floor, and he's going to have a one-on-one against a smaller guy, and he can do his thing. They have a much deeper bench than the Sixers. Yes, that's, and that's, that's key. That's key, yeah. yeah. And they obviously can play D. You just saw it. Yeah, I mean, anybody who, you know, I'm glad Morty said it, right? Cancel that parade, right? I mean, the people, <laughs> the people well, in the city. they shouldn't have scheduled that parade. Yeah, well, the people in the city were a little bit much oh, well, on all I mean, that yeah. shit. I mean, who did they beat? They beat uh-huh. the Knicks quite a few times. But, I mean, you still got the Bucks, right? They're still good. You still got, who else is? Uh, Miami. Miami. Miami looked good, too, with Jimmy Jimmy Butler and those guys. The Celtics have come on. I think Miami and the Nets now, I think, are the best. I thought Miami was the best. Milwaukee is okay. Um, yeah. I think they're up there with them. Yeah. I think we're like 5-6. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think we're 1-2-3. Milwaukee's one, two, tough three. because they... they they know how to play ball. You know, they yeah. know how to work it. My, Miami had great defense. Yeah. Christ almighty, Jimmy Butler and those guys really can do it. And, and then the Celtics got the have gotten hot. And then the, and the, Nets, the, Nets, the Nets are like, you know, hiding in the, the tall grass because they've been hurt all this whole year. Everybody's kind of, yeah. I can't say overlooking them. But then you got the Bulls. The Bulls are tough. It's and tough. The, the Sixers beat the Bulls, but I thought the Bulls played like the Sixers did against the Nets. The Bulls played against the Sixers, yeah. where they just were. The guys that are supposed to score were not scoring. Right. You know, and the way the NBA now is, like when the Sixers were down 20, it's not like 20 years ago. Like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, if you were down 20, that game's over. Because teams knew how to maintain that lead. Now, you can be down 20 at one point and win by 20. But nobody stepped up. Nobody stepped up. Right. Yeah, they and when your best guy up. is a two-pointer, not a three-pointer. Oh. You know, it's like yeah, well, yeah. When he's that way, you got to have somebody can hit the threes because then they're going to collapse on him. Right. And the Sixers were not. All right, back to the NFL. So um, Calvin Ridley makes a fifteen hundred dollar bet. I don't know. If it, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it was him who said it or somebody else. He was hurt, wasn't he? Hurt. It was something. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, he wasn't even playing. Why are you going to suspend him? He's still fucking in the league." But he wasn't I know, but I disagree with it, man. What? I don't think he should have been suspended. <laughs> well, you know, they I know want, that they like, want to make they want to they want to send a message. Hey, well, listen, their message is that don't bet. But the league has sold out to gambling. I said to Sue, I'm like, watch every football game. All you see is Ben MGM, right? I mean, the Super oh, yeah. Bowl it was all well, Ben yeah. MGM commercials nonstop with the guy from uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, who I love so much. Which one? Uh, uh, come on, he plays Caesar. Or, oh, 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 J.B. Smooth. J.B. Smooth. Oh, oh my and God, those commercials. The oh, Manning and, Brothers. And, 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 and uh, what's your name? Uh, oh, she's on fire. Oh, she's beautiful. She's oh. our age. She's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I just watched that, that, yeah, that stupid, Smooth. terrible Caesar. movie, Catwoman, just to watch her. Hmm. God damn, she's fucking... So, Holly I don't Barry. know. I just, oh, think, I just think it's... Um, Holly Bear. Oh. <laughs> Cooper's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Can one of you great guys pass me the, the gravy, Cooper? I said something great. <laughs> Legend, give me one fucking minute. awesome. <laughs> it is. It, you're right. That they're sending mixed messages about, and, and then then you watch the pregames. They're talking about the spreads. Oh, they're going to win by three. Keep and a in half. mind, Roger Goodell saw the video of Ray Rice and only suspended him for two games. Yeah. No, seriously. And then when the video got released by TMZ, all of a sudden he was He's kicked out, out of the league. league. I mean, I understand why they do it because you don't want your current players 
betting. They don't want mm. that to be corrupted. Like I get that, but he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing, but still, that's not an excuse. You're a current mm. guy. You, you're in Conte, Norm. I'm hurt. Yeah. Hey, why don't you dog it a few plays and let him catch up a bit? I get that, you right? Know, so it's, it's, it's all about the integrity. And, because but a whole you, fucking season? You, you, well, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. But they're sending that message so that nobody does. I mean, think about 100 years ago. They were bringing dudes in who were ringers into college sports to, hey, listen, and these yeah. ringers, but hey, today I'm playing for Harvard. Next week I'm playing for Penn. Right. Next week I'll play for Michigan. I got you. I just feel like... Um, I mean, you're right. And then you think about they're, they're beating their wives or they're doing drugs and then they don't get shit on that. No, it just seems there's an imbalance on what they want to do. And the fact that Calvin Ridley, who is... And by the way, um, did you know that the Eagles had a trade worked out? For, with Rid- Ridley's one of the uh, wide receivers from Bama, right? He's yes, tough. He's, he's a guy amazing. Here. He's tough. He's amazing. So... The Eagles had a trade worked out, to, and Atlanta pulled the trade off the table, and the Eagles were like, what are you doing? Now it comes out. Jay Glazer just reported it. Hey, fuck it, dude. He's out of you. But the thing is, that was cool on Atlanta's part. They well, their, own, their owner's a classy guy. Is Blankenship. He? Oh, yeah. Okay, he's Arthur, Arthur Blankenship. He's the man. He's, he's yeah. a very classy guy. So yeah. shouldn't have been celebrating in that game against the Patriots. And he shouldn't have been celebrating, no, but he was probably excited. But he's a classy guy. So, yeah, so yeah. that was cool on their part. But, yeah, I mean, I get it. There's there's other things That's that are in, so That so is integrity, way. the fact that they didn't do that with the Eagles, Yeah, I mean, knowing I, it. I think that dude's Because you act. couldn't – you think about where they are. They couldn't say, hey, there's this gambling thing because you weren't allowed to. You, you, you can't, can't say it at that point. It. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's really cool. And the Eagles were like, what the fuck? We're never going to do business with you again. And then it comes out and it's like, oh, you guys are all right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, hey, this guy was gambling big. And he didn't bet against his team. I hey, for what th- it's worth, the guy's 25, 26 years old. I'd, if I were the Eagles, I'd say, hey, here's a, here's a fourth and a sixth in this year's pick. We'll take, we'll take them. I would too. Appeal that he's shit. He's a good ball player. Appeal that shit, and you still got him next year. Knock it down a half a season, right. or even if it's a whole season. You know, hey, we're, we're going to do it, and then we're going to do a sign-in extension. Hey, we're going to yeah. extend you four years. Now we got you because he's a good ball player. Absolutely, very good ball player. So, uh, and then Russell Wilson gets traded from the Who's Seahawks to the Broncos. Yep. yep, pretty big trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Denver has any top. Uh, first or second rounders for quite a few years. Three, but three years or something. Something like that. But hey, whatever. And they gave him that Drew Locke. Who, mm-hmm. eh, he's up nah, there. He he's not away. that good. Um, but a lot of talent there in Denver. <coughs> I think there's a lot of talent in that division. Oh you got God, Kansas yeah. City. You got Las Vegas, Denver. San Diego. Who'd they just get? They just got uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah, I saw that. But Khalil's getting a little old. Ah, uh, Khalil can still bring it, though. He can, yeah. So there's a lot And they lot got him for a steal, like talent. a fourth and a sixth? Yeah. Like for that Raiders talent? should have tried to get him back. That was John Gruden who fucked that all up. He didn't like him. I think it was the money. Gruden made some mistakes, man. Gruden and what's his name? Mayock, who was, you know, on draft day, you know, criticizing people. Then it was his turn to get criticized. And boy, did he fuck up. And all he wanted to do. And meanwhile, the guy that looks like the real genius is John Lynch. Out there in San Francisco. Yeah. Not that they've done anything. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But well, they got to the, the conference guy, championship with him. No, I mean, okay not that they've done anything in this offseason. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying exactly what you're, you just said about they've made it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the picks he built through the defensive line. He's like, yeah. it's like, that guy's been a genius out there. Yeah. Now, he made that pick with the quarterback last year that sat on the entire year. 
for Garoppolo, and now yeah. it's like, is he your, or isn't he is your guy? Is the kid ready? Is it? Well, same I, the I Packers think... with that guy, they Jordan Love or Bryce Love, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then also, they go and signed uh, Rogers at huge extension. What do you? Think? I, I think he's a jerk. Mm. I really do. Don't you know, he's just man, he's just manipulating the money, and I guess I guess that's it. You know, hey, now he's set for life. He's going to be there for what was the deal? Was it four, four five, years? Four years. Three was it four years? Three hundred million or it, some shit like that. He, no, he's getting like million? over fifty million a year. Yeah, I think he's getting fifty-one or fifty-two million a year. Okay, so it's unbelievable. So I mean, he's set there for life, but he's just manipulating. And shit. most of it's guaranteed. A lot of it's guaranteed. Man, you know. So I mean, I guess that's what it's all about. So good for him. He's he's building. Give me a million, I'll take it. Wow. And then the good news, Kelsey's coming back. Kelsey, and he's a great guy. He was, uh, you know, I, I know you don't like uh, Angelo and those guys, but they've been having guests because he's every retired. Wednesday I've been listening. And so every and so Wednesday, it was, him. And it was him. And how great was it? Because Sirianni called in, and then Stoutland called in. Everybody, and I was listening to the whole was day. Going off, loving him. What a great so, guest, so like the man. next day, he's like, "Listen, I, I got to announce my retirement from WIP, but I'm coming back for the." Evening. And he did it by pouring the keg yeah, first. Yeah, and he. <laughs> let me tell you something. We, I don't know if we've gotten into you know maybe that should be our Mount Rushmore of a Philadelphia athletes, but he knows how to be because the Philadelphia fans regardless if it's Phillies, Eagles, or whatever, they appreciate the blue-collar guy who tries yeah. his ass off, and he, he gets it. He got it. He, he, he will be worshipped forever. He'll never have to buy a beer again in this city. He won't, and he's staying here, and he's living here. And he, he does. He, he goes, goes to the bar I go to. And see he goes down, no, the one in Port Richmond, Burns's. Get out of here. They go down there, said he was in here. He loves the wings. He, he came in, he goes, I heard your wings are the best in the city. I want to try them out. Him and Connor Barwin. Oh, no shit, yeah. Well, he, he and still they does love stuff. him. Now, Connor Barwin played here a few years, got traded, and, and stayed he still, here. And he lived in West Philly. He lived in West Philly. And, and now built he's all those up. playgrounds and shit? Yep. Fucking yep. amazing, they dude. They love those guys. So yeah. they, those two came in with their wives, and they're like, hey. And he's like, they said they could, he could have been more gracious. Anybody who came up, you know, they're like, hey, leave him alone to meet. Yeah. I'm like, no, come on over. What do you want to talk about? Hey, we want a picture? Grab a, grab a picture. And he said, those two guys... With the nicest two, and they come in every so often, and it must like the word gets out. <sighs> they come in, and they're like very gracious with their time. So I'm very happy he's coming yes. back. Now, my only thing with Kelsey is, you know, I'm I'm a huge Philadelphia fan, and um, I just want, you know, selfishly, you want to see him stay and keep coming back, keep coming yeah. back. But I want to see. J- Jason Kelsey retire when he's at 95%. I don't want to see Jason Kelsey because we love this guy so much yeah. at 50%. Well, you know, if the Eagles are smart, after but he's, he's still done, you make him part of the organization in, in whatever capacity. Yep. Make him a coach where you teach the other linemen or teach just the centers because yep. he's a great center. And then, you know, hey, make him like, I don't know, an ambassador to the community or whatever because he's that freaking good. Right. Same thing with... Excuse me, Connor Barwin. I mean, that guy's great with the community. I think he does do something with the, the Eagles. Oh, does he? I don't know. He might. But, I mean, those two are terrific. They get it. Yep. You they know? get it. That's the key right they there. They get it. Hey, it's, man, you work your more, ass off. And this is what I said. Like, I go back and I think about Terrell Owens owned this city after that Super Bowl yeah, coming yeah. back. He owned it. And then the next year, the ego took over. Yep. And it's like, dude, you could have been like Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Live in the city. Never buy a beer. Wherever you're, God and, it, and in instead city you forever. became a Ben. You became a villain yeah. when he came back. They wanted to boot his shit out of him, mm-hmm. you know. And then you know you have those guys who eventually, like Brian Dawkins, went somewhere else. If he had come back and played, I don't know if the Broncos came back, but they would have 
cheered his ass. Uh, he's still loved. They him. love him, of course. Yeah, so we should do that this week. We'll do the Mount Rushmore of uh, Philadelphia. Great. Let's just do Eagles. Mount okay, Rushmore, Philadelphia. Okay. Greats who are loved by loved by the Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll do that. Um, so that's it. So I'm very happy about Kelsey coming back. And then Major League Baseball. Yes. So they're starting April 7th. Yeah. They got it worked out. I think they're they're going to play the 162, 162. Yeah, they are playing 162. The day after they announced they were canceling 14 games. Well, yeah, they, they first canceled the first week. And then, then you know, they, you start, it started getting out of hand. You start, the six, you could make up six. Yeah. But 14, you start getting into 14 games. Then yeah. you get into 21. That, that's hard to make up those games. And so they have, the day after they said it, all of a sudden they're going to play 162. Well, that's because the players want to be paid for 162. Right. You know, and they didn't want, and the owners are going to say, hey, if we're going to pay you 162, you're playing 162. Now, if it was just the first six, you could say, okay, we'll let the six, we'll pay for that. You start getting a 14, 21 now, it's a little. They have to expand the rosters, though. That's a problem because if you're going to do, they're not getting days off. And you, you, they're not going to have a full spring training where they can get everything you're right. You're going to have a ton of injuries. So yeah. I think they should do like they do at the end of the season, do it in the first month of the season Easily, and the last yeah. half. And you'll get a good look at some of the young young boys and let them get in there. You're right. Um, the, the one thing that bothers me is some of these fucking stupid fucking rules. This isn't baseball. Fucking putting a guy on second. In well, they're not doing that. They get rid of they, that, right? Did they get rid of that? Good. Yeah, I mean, I it was ridiculous. I think that was a COVID thing. I think they got rid of all the COVID stuff. Oh, I hated that fuck. That's not baseball. I did like what they're doing for the All-Star Games. You hear this? If it's no. tie after nine innings? No, what are they doing? Having a home run derby? Yeah. Are they? I think so. I'm only kidding. Jim. Maybe I just read that somewhere. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But so, What are they doing? Are they, are they banning the shift? Because they were talking about that stupid shit, too. They're not. Um, and here's why I tell you that... Banning the shift is not right. I don't think it is either. That's because not baseball. It's you not wanna, baseball. You want to get rid of the shift to learn how to hit it the other way. Exactly. Do you think they Tony Gwynn? You think they'd do that? How about Rod Carew? Right. How about Pete Rose? You know what they would do? They fucking lay down a bunt every single time. You're going to give it to. How about Ricky Henderson? You're going to put a shift on and put him on first. Right. He's going to be on third in about two pitches. Exactly. I was thinking about that thing about putting a guy on second in the extra innings. Imagine you're playing the 1981 Oakland A's. Okay, put Ricky on second. Yeah. Well, he's going to be on third in a pitch. Yeah. You got Billy Martin's crazy enough to steal him from home. They may not have to swing a bat and they just beat you. Yep. How That's fuck? great. You know? I agree with that. So I'm glad they're not doing away with the shift. Let the analytics, these guys want to still do the shift. Learn to hit the ball in the open spots. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. Better hitting coaches. Yes. Something. Learn how to hit it that way. Not everything's way. A, a home run anymore. These exactly. guys swing for the home Learn run. how to hit. They would, certain, Wade Boggs, you wouldn't fucking put a shift on that guy. He'd figure out how to hit it. St. Louis way. Cardinals of the 80s. Who were their home run hitters? There were no home run hitters. I think their top guy, Tommy Herr, had a, over 100 RBIs, like two straight years, and didn't hit over 20 homers. Yeah. Then he came to the Phils. I loved it. I was like, this I guy's love ball Tommy Yeah. You know, they didn't have big home run hitters, except maybe Hernandez, and then they got Jack Clark. Right. No, but that was later. I'm talking that about... That was 87. They got yeah, him. I'm talking... You know what but I mean? But like the early 80s. You're yeah, right. They were just the speed, 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 speed. Willie McGee. Mm-hmm. Who looked like he always had a lump of shit under his nose because he had that look. Yeah, well, they were all doing coke. Yeah, they were. Him <laughs> and Hernandez. And, and fucking Parker. And uh, who's the guy they had from... Uh... The Phillies that went out there, skates or whatever. Oh, Lonnie, Lonnie Smith. Smith. Yeah. Skates, he was, and they, they're all about speed. One had that big ass ball. Uh, such a great freaking. 
Yeah, Sixth see grade that, coach. You ever see that one on uh, Major League Network? Uh, no. the birds of oh, the birds of a different feather. They have yeah. a special one. Buddy Herzog's '80s team. Oh my, it's great. Was it, those teams were amazing. They were awesome. All they do is steal. They had they had Coleman stole like a hundred something. Dude. Vince Coleman. They they led the league in in steals one year. They got two hundred, which broke a record. The next year they had three hundred. Yeah, they gave everybody the green light. Yeah, so see, you and I think the same way on that. So I mean, get, now get on base. I don't like the fact that they got rid of the DH. Well, they no now it's universal. It's in both leagues. That's what I mean. I mean, I keep it in one league. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was, like, you know, it's like because then you get to the World Series and it's a contradiction of strategy. Hey, yes. we play this way. You play that way. Can you? Can we beat you? Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't like the fact that they got rid of that. Yeah, I mean. There's some traditions in baseball, and it's why I love baseball. DH was one. I right. mean, the having a DH in the American League and not in the National League was one of those things. Hey, you yeah. want to go with your career stay? Find a position over there in the yeah. American League. And American League is a retirement community, as Bob Gibson used to say. I mm-hmm. thought it was where people went to die. So I'm bummed about that change. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that that's a different strategy from a GM standpoint. You got to we got to find another yeah. bench spot for this guy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of You carry of cool. one less pitcher, pitcher then? Because you need the arms yeah. today. I mean, it, it's... Well, now you don't have to make that double switch. That's true. You know, now you don't have to make that double switch. It's about a... Now it turns into a power game. Right. You know, I mean, it's great when you have, like, you know, the Red Sox for years, David Ortiz, who's our DH, or Edgar Martinez. You have... This is our guy. Yeah. But now, when all of a sudden, now it's like, all right, do we rest our big hitting right fielder or left fielder and then put in a young guy as defensive... Yeah, you know, so it changes it that way, and it changes it. Now we're going to swing for the fences because we got one more big bat in there. I love the Phillies. Uh, you know, I thought baseball. I still think baseball hurt themselves through this big time. They do. They make themselves. Well, they're making tons and tons and tons of money. Come yeah. on, you got. And then they sat on it. They didn't do anything until what the end of February. Yeah, so I would love to have. Um, Ben on here. Ben and I, Friday night, we're going back and forth with this discussion on there, um, you know, uh, just about this. And he 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 differed on me about the DH, and then he also about the shift. Although, no, he agreed with me the shift. And by the way, Tony Gwynn was his favorite baseball player. I'm like, Tony Gwynn. I love how many Tony times Gwynn. I told you, Tony Gwynn. Tony like, Gwynn just you loved the way he hit that guy inside. He still would hit it the left field because yeah. he was that smart, and he was like one of the first guys who did film. Yeah. Because he got hurt one time and his wife used to film him and he used to film. And then, of course, he's a San Diego guy and him and Ted Williams were buddies. Yeah. They would talk hitting constantly. Now, that was a guy who wouldn't fucking hit the other way because he was such a hard fucking head. But I think the Phillies are in trouble when I look at this division. I think the Mets are the top team, even though the Braves are the defending champions. I mean, if Freddie Freeman signs... They're, they're probably going to the Yankees, Freddie Freeman. I know. I'm, I'm hearing that. Um, but it's I mean, been the a couple Phils, days, The Phils so were in, that, in the running there right until the end. So they need... I, they still, like the last Mets, year... Mets, Mets got great uh, pitching. Always. They, they've had they great pitching sign, the last five all, years, but they, they don't fucking do They all-star pitcher yesterday from Seattle. It's like... Oh, my God. Fucking, Who, that reliever? Yeah, Mets are fucking stacked, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, the Phils need... They need a stud pitcher, probably a reliever, and one more shortstop. And now you got a DH, you know, Kyle Schwarber's out there. I mean, the Sox wanted him, but fucking who knows what's going to happen there. I thought the Sox just got somebody good. They might have got somebody good. And they, because because free agencies crushed down in like a week mm-hmm. or two. So they may have gotten two more guys in the last 15 minutes. I don't know. The Phillies apparently got some guy, Castellanos, the all-star from the Reds okay. yesterday. Uh, so well, he's pretty good. good. 
I, I mean, don't the Phils, know. The Phils are closer. I mean, they. Were, I mean, if they, they get Chris there. Bryant, Schwarber, and plus Castellanos, another another playoff team. Yeah. You know, so now you get around 82, 83 wins, you could be in. I don't think it's going to happen, man. You know, I, I just Girardi's got to wake up, man. He was on sleep mode the last two years. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like Doc to. fucking Rivers. He's going to have to. So anyway, um, hey, uh, so next Saturday, right? Uh, we're going to that. A-O-H? A-O-H. I'm an A-O-H guy. I know. I was telling uh, Al that. So Al's an A-O-H guy. Okay. Uh, that's how he's got these tickets mm-hmm. and all. But I didn't even realize Tommy Conwell's playing there. Just... I saw that on the ticket. Tommy I was like, Conwell. what the fuck? I was like, hey, Young Rumblers, yeah. Yeah. Well, you would think they'd get like an Irish band. It's funny. I have an old Tommy Conwell's album. Tommy Conwell. And his brother played for the Eagles. Oh, that's right. He was a uh, He was a big lineman. Big yeah. giant guy. That's right. Um, Met his ex-wife at UJ's one time. Did you really? Yeah. You know who she was there with? Who? Maureen McCall. Mo. Mo. Yeah. Mo I Green. saw Mo last year. Did Get I tell here. you that? Where'd you see her? I was uh, I was working the clinic over there at um, at North Penn High School. Oh, and she came in. And she there? came in, and I was doing, you know, like people were exiting and stuff. She's like, "Hey, Norm," and I was like, "Maureen, what's she's up?" She's a teacher in like Maple Glen or something. like Get that. Get out of here! She's I don't know, a, she's teacher a teacher at like a middle school or something like that. Yeah. I saw her years ago um, at this little convenience store. I was like running in, running out. I was, I don't know, going somewhere on sales. And, and she's running in, running out. Yeah. Like, hey, Maureen. Maureen. Yeah, whenever I see her, I always, she, you know, I walk by. I'm always there to see Johnny. And she'll be like, you better come back, grab a beer, and come back here. I got to talk to you. And I don't, she's hilarious. Does she live up this way, I guess? No, I think she lives down that direction. I don't Maybe she does live up here, but I know she's a teacher right in like, you know, Maple Glen, Sandy Run, whatever, right around there. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Good people, man. Yeah, she's hilarious. I love talking to her. Yeah. And her sister. Does she have an older sister? I uh-huh. I think she's a year older than us. Is she? Mm-hmm. I didn't know her that well. No, no, no. I take that back. I think she's younger. Is she? Yeah. And I know she had a brother, too. Okay. Anyway. Um... I don't know. Should we call Morty? Try and call Morty? See if he wants to do the NCAA with oh, you. Oh, Morty. Oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, to see if he's around. Now, just... what are we going to do? Are you going to do the other side? We're going to do some more brackets? I think we got to do the other side of the bracket. we got to do that. Are we going to do the next round? No, we're going to do the other side. Okay. You know, the, the okay. field okay. of 64. Um, where the hell is Morty? Morty. Oh, I heard from Tiano this week. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? He's doing all right, man. He Good. still listens to our show all the time. You know? Uh, let's see. Hey. <laughs> I think he might have sent me some video. Morty with the yardstick. Let's see if he sent me a video this week. I was just watching, and here's a shout-out to our boy Andrew T. I was just watching the Fab Five earlier today. They had a special. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like that. Those 30 for 30s are awesome. You know, you, you think about it. They were like the bad boys because they had the long pants. They were the first ones with those long pants. No, the 1989 Illinois uh, Fighting Illini. Oh, get out of yeah, here. You Turner watch Gill. that one. Turner Gill and those guys. They were good. Kenny Battle. They were tough. Yeah. Had a great team. They should have won it that year. And then, But the one thing that the uh, Fab Five did is they had the black socks. Black socks. And that's they, right. they even had a douche. If you weren't an old man, you never wore black socks until then. And then they made it cool. Wasn't, uh, what's his name, the rich boy? Chris Weber? He, no, well, he wasn't a rich boy, but he went to some 
uh, prep school. Mm. Whereas Jalen Rose, they're both from Detroit. Jalen yeah. Rose went to some school and in Jawan the Howard city. too. Well, he's from Chicago. Oh, South he's side. from Chicago, yes. so he's from the South Side. And then Chris Weber started kind of in the same type of neighborhood, but then he went to some, you know, prep school. But uh, Jalen Rose was in. He was saying, "Man, there was games where dudes were under the basket with a gun, like you might want to miss this shot because I got money on the game." <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, yeah, uh, Jalen Rose, my God." And then uh, King and Jackson are both from Texas. Okay, and they were both good too. Oh, what a team! I wanted them to beat fucking Duke so bad. And Carolina the next year. Did you really? I wanted them to win, yeah. I like those dudes. Yeah, the Carolina. That, that was, was the timeout game. With yeah. Chris, and then they, they were explaining that where you see a picture where there's a player saying timeout, but the coaches said, hey, we got no timeouts. Yeah, but one of the coaches on the sidelines was calling timeout. Oh, was it? it wasn't the head coach. No, no kidding. No, I. But one of the players was doing. Yes. Right so they show a clip of him coming down, and he stopped. First of all, he he walked. Yes, he did. He took he that extra step. Walked, and then you see like this. So he came down. He caught it, and and the coach is like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "One of you guys told me to call timeout," and like everybody on you know his teammates were like, "No." Oh, I wanted them so to win so bad. Yeah. Let's see if Morty can join us. Hello, Morty. Dave, what's, hey, happening? Guys, what's happening? Not much, man. We're about halfway through. We're about to do the who wins. Okay. I can't what about, uh, what have you guys covered so far? Have you, uh, we talked a little bit about, um, Sixers you know, we, debacle. Sixers debacle. Yeah, we talked, yeah, we about talked a little bit about that. I said pump the brakes on both, right? It's one game. Um, I don't yeah. think, you know, I mean, I thought you did a nice job of breaking the game down. Um, and I agree with you. It's like, but I also say pump the brakes. It's one game. I pointed to yeah. how many times did you see in the finals a team will blow somebody out by 30, and then somebody comes back and wins the next night by 30, yeah. you know? Right, right. But um, just a, you, just, you just hope that you, you know, you just don't waste the potential of Embiid um, being healthy. He's got to set the tone that nobody reaches in and bangs me and does this and does that. I mean... Yeah. The guy Claxton was guarding him. Come on, man. Nick Claxton, who I never heard of until that night. And, you know, when Drummond went out, it's like, come on. Right. And Bede yeah. should should have been lighting it up. Yeah. And he just, he, he kind of disappeared after the first half. I, mean, I so, think they kind of gave up. I mean. Uh, yeah, and shame on Doc. Because if I was Doc Rivers, I would have uh, not pulled the starters. I would have made them sit through that fourth quarter and play. Yeah, I know you said that, and I I do agree with you on that. But I think he's thinking long term. Did you go through the Phillies? Uh, you still need like uh, two we, outfielders and a third baseman. I don't know. We actually literally just finished on that right yeah. before I this. Mean, they need another stud pitcher too. They need a big bat for sure. I mean, you know, they, they need a center fielder. I thought I read this morning that they got that Castellanos, the All Star from the Reds. Did they get him? Oh, really? Yeah. And that's a that's a big There's bat. There's a lot of guys out there still, so they're going to make some moves, obviously. But yeah, I mean they're, they're going to make make move fast and free years because the free agent period now is so short. There's going to be there's probably yeah. three or four trades happening right now. That yeah. being that being said, I think the Mets are the best team in the division right now. Oh they, yeah, I mean they they, they had another signing. Uh, the all star pitcher last night. Yeah, the, the pitcher they from the pitcher. 
Yeah, from yeah. Seattle. I mean, they've had the, they've had the strongest pitching for the last four or five years. But what have they done? You know, what hitting do they have? They never support those guys. They they need some bats. They got you know, a bat. Right. Who is it? Uh, I don't know. Who did the Mets sign in the offseason? Uh, somebody from the Astros, maybe? I forget where. It... The shortstop? No, no I would have liked to see the Phillies get that Joe Kelly, the pitcher from the Dodgers. Oh, Kel- well, he's a, more of a reliever. Yeah, I know, but, man, he's a. Yeah, he's more of a, like a seven, eight, eighth inning guy. Yeah, he, you know, he can yeah. bring it. He can, he'll shut it down and set it up for your closer. And he's a competitive guy, too. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He was on St. Louis. He was on the Red Sox for a World Series, too. He's good. Yep. Yeah, the Mets guy. All right, so did you guys, did you see Storm Murphy last night with Virginia Tech? Love the name, but no, I did not. I saw, I read, I read your text on that, the Virginia Tech Duke game. Did you watch the Virginia Tech? No, who won that game? Virginia Tech crushed it. Virginia Tech. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they had they. It was interesting because you know how they keep showing the first four in, first four out. The for, of the first four out, they had both Virginia Tech and A and M, who were both playing for conference championships, and Virginia, Virginia Tech was playing for one at the time. And now they're in. Yeah. Oh, that Virginia Tech team, man, they were top. they were fun to watch, man. That was yeah. a great game. They blew out North Carolina the night before. Yeah. And then really blew out Duke. And and now, and now the former Virginia Tech coach is the coach of Texas A and M, and they're kicking yep. kicking butt. Yeah, Buzz Williams or whatever his name is, used to be at Marquette. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're losing now to Tennessee. That they're going to lose today. I think. Are they? But I mean, it's I love this type of year. You know, you got Tennessee these looks good. Tennessee looks pretty good. Yeah, Arizona looks good. I think they're talking about them being the number one seed. They beat UC, They crushed UCLA. They are number one seed. I think they're thirty-one <clears throat> and three or something. Are they really? Okay. I, they're they like. If I had a pool today, that'd be my got. team. Arizona. Yep, that would be my team if I had a pool today. Lute Olson in the early nineties fucked me so many times in those brackets because they'd have great teams uh-huh. losing the first few rounds. Those fuckers. Him and Sean Elliott, and then the, he finally he'd be win a it. two seed and lose to a fifteen. Yes, right? those suckers. Who did Vermont beat that year? Oh, that was like 99, 2000. Was that, like that? Was that uh, I don't know. Probably was Arizona. Those fight. And I probably had Arizona going to the finals that year or something. Yeah, I like Arizona this year. That's like that's, that's cool. my team that I'm digging on. They have a uh, they got a two guard, like a foreign kid, a shooter, who got hurt the other night. So I don't I don't think he played last night. Is uh he, is he would be a key guy that they need to have back? I don't know how. His ankle. Is, is Sean Miller still their coach for Arizona, or does no, he? No, he's that gone. Crook. That crook. That Who's their coach now? He's selling insurance somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they got the In Arizona, the number one assistant from Gonzaga. They got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Gonzaga going to be a one seed? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Easy. Yeah, Gonzaga. It'll be Gonzaga, Arizona, um, Kansas, and. Did Kansas win their conference? Did they win last night? I don't yeah. know. If they, they, they did. Won. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think Nova gets a two seed. Nova looked pretty good. That one kid, uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin, whatever. He closed Gillespie. out the Gillespie. He closed yeah. out that game last night. I don't think yeah. they go far in the tourney, though. They're tough. They'll get to the Sweet Six. They live and die by the three. So, yeah. You know, unfortunately, when they're missing them, yeah. They don't really go down low much, and they just, you know, they're going to 
fall into trouble. But if they got a lead at the end of the game, they're the best foul-shooting team in the country. That's cute. Yeah. And they just... You know, Gillespie holds the ball at the end of the game yeah. to lead, and they're, you know, they're they, going to win. They close out the game last night where one of the other guards posted up, and that kind of, they had a key basket right at the end. That was probably the only time I saw him go inside, except besides penetrating. Did you see my text about that Abington kid, Dixon? Is, is he still on there? Yeah, he's, he's a sophomore. They sat him one year. I think his freshman year he sat. Oh, okay. He's a sophomore. That kid's a... Jay Wright did a phenomenal job with that kid. He did. He? he was... He's a talent. He's a talent. I mean, Eric Dixon, yeah. Uh, he's, you know, he's a big, strong kid, and he's perfect. He sets great picks. That's all he does. He sits out there with the picks, and then he's got nice, soft hands under the basket. Okay. Yep. And he doesn't need to, you know, he doesn't need to score. He's happy just doing his thing. Yeah. Good. That's good. I just want to throw a shout out right now at uh, one o'clock in Ben Salem High School. Cheltenham is playing Penwood for their, in the states right now. Oh. Cheltenham, coached by assistant coach Brian Neely. You got that? Did you know uh, Neely's coaching? No, Cheltenham? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he's an assistant for Cheltenham. They actually went undefeated during the regular season. Yeah, they went to the final four in districts, lost to Lower Marion, who won it all. Now they're in states are playing Penwood today. Yeah, but they right had now. That- Unfortunately, in 2020, they had the number one team in the state. Who did? So it was between Cheltenham and Methacton. There was it was down to the final four when COVID happened, when Cheltenham was still alive. It was Methacton, Cheltenham, believe it or not, and Methacton had that center who was amazing that year. Yeah. And um, they were facing off, and so they were the final four in the state. Oh, really? Cheltenham was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I learned that from Neely. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Yeah, so Neely got scorned by Abington. Yes, he did. And so where did he go? Yeah, he went Freaking to Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Which, well, one of his way, buddies is coaching at Cheltenham, that's why. And, and by the way, when we talk about greatest athletes at Abington, when we talk about Eric Dickerson, uh, Dixon, this Dixon kid, yeah, Brian Neely has to be one of the greatest athletes <coughs> ever to play at Abington. Brian, Brian was like the Deion Sanders of our, our time. He played everything yeah. and did everything Did well. you know, Smigs, did you know that our senior year – Brian was, I don't think anybody could ever touch this record, by the way. He was on four teams that won suburban championships that year. Yeah, they're not going to touch that. Football, football, basketball, baseball, and track. Yeah. He was on baseball and track the same year, and we won suburbans and all four sports that year. And he was captain of probably three out of four, if not all four. And he would go, so track and baseball go at the same time. And I was just going to say, how did he do the two of those? He would run up on the track field. He only would participate in the long jump, remember? He was triple jump triple guy. Jump, triple jump it. guy. Yeah. He, he was, and I think he's still, if you go into the Abington Hall of Fame, it's all Neely. It's William, Robert, and Brian holds the triple jump. Uh, Robert holds the high jump, and William holds everything else. Kind of amazing. But, yeah, Brian's probably one of the greatest athletes. Brian was awesome. we got to get him on here. I remember growing up with him. He's a great guy, too. Great dude, man. I remember growing up with him. I couldn't beat him in anything. And then one day we're like, let's go bowling. I said, I'm going to invite Neely. I'm going to beat him in something. And he fucking shows up with his own ball and shoes. He goes, yeah, I'm on a team. (laughs) I'm like, you fucker, you're better than me in everything. And he's just like, oh, I didn't know. I said, I'm sorry. I'm like, you mother, I can't beat this guy in anything. Oh, you should have known that. I didn't know he was on a fucking team. We could have played fucking tiddlywinks. He would have beat me in that, too. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, so, Morty, I got... Before we do our, our 20 NCAA tournament, you want to do uh, 
have you listened to us with we do the who wins? Yeah. The football, basketball, and okay. boxing. Right. Yeah. All right. Yes, I, 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 I've heard every single podcast probably twice or three times. Oh, really? Nice. I just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to bump up the numbers in case they're they're weak. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate don't know if that's it. good or bad. I don't. I appreciate it, Dave. Thank you. Our <laughs> Thanks, viewership. Man. You know, and when you log well, in, just, make yeah, sure. I just got a little. I got a little lost on the whole thing. I was not big on the whole thing, but uh, well, if you if you log in, change change your age so we get the demographics up too. Yeah, we still don't have a single listener. <laughs> I'm, I took a, a, I'm a twenty year old woman. <laughs> I took a shot earlier in this episode on the the baby boomer generation. Oh, I said they were the worst generation oh, ever. Boy. So, but we haven't had a single listener over sixty, so I feel good about that. The the, the previous who wins? Yeah, I mean. They, they were like, every single one of them was like the best of the best. I mean, it was oh, like, I know. I don't mess around. They're tough, dude. man. They're tough. Yeah. And then you get a couple of your favorite ball players, fucking Zonka versus Ditka. Or not Ditka, uh, Buckus. It's like, oh, man, I love both of those guys. All right, you ready for the first one? We'll let Dave go first. Okay, go. All right, so the first one today, we're doing football first. And remember, this right. is kind of like an Oklahoma drill. You got 10 yards to score. You know, you got to go between the bags. Yep. And they're in their prime. In their prime. And they're in their prime. Very good. Um, so this one is mur- suspected murderer versus suspected murderer. Uh-oh. O.J. Simpson versus Ray Lewis. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, are they doing this in cell block C? <laughs> yeah, the original Ray longest Lewis. yard. Ray Lewis is, is a... Uh, he's, they're both animals, but he's a different level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Ray Lewis, too, because O.J. was tough, but, I mean, Ray Lewis was, you know. Ray Lewis was a beast. Nobody's getting by Ray he Lewis. He was a beast, He's yes. a freaking beast. I'd yes. take Ray Lewis, too. They never, they never found his suit. <laughs> Still haven't found that suit oh the night boy. of that murder. Just saying. All right, you ready? Yep. Um, second one up, Morty. Earl Campbell. Oh, the Taylor Rose. Versus Dick Night Train Lane. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want any part of Earl Campbell's five coming at me. I'll take Campbell. Yeah, I'm going to go with Earl Campbell. Dick Nate Train Lane was a D-back. He was a D-back. And now, he was a big D-back, and he, he tackled high. You tackle Earl high, he's yes. going to take you into the fucking end zone. So I will take Earl Campbell. Now, ironically, the guy I was going to put against Earl Campbell, they actually played against each other, Jack Tatum. <laughs> So the next one. Oh, you ready, Jack. Morty? Jack will knock you the fuck yep. out. Adrian Peterson versus Jack Tatum. <laughs> oh, I'll take Tatum on that. I'll take Tatum and I'll tell you why. Because Earl Campbell later said the only dude I fucking hated going against and hurt me, to, the only guy who hurt me was Jack Tatum. I'll take Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson in his prime would run over anyone. I don't know. Jack Tatum. He, he wasn't a murderer, but he sure looked like one. He was tough, but Tatum. Tatum could knock you out. I'll take Jack Tatum. I knew you would take Jack Tatum no matter He's what. He's a raider. He's a raider. <laughs> He's a raider. waiting for the Nigerian nightmare. Is he coming up soon or what? He will be. Christian Okoye. No, he's not on this one, though. All right, we're on to your favorite sport, basketball. All right, here we go. All right, Morty, you ready for the first one? Kevin yeah, Garnett. Over number nine, but yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> this is one on one, by the way. Oh, by the way, uh, Earl Campbell's number in college was 20. Yeah. For Texas. So it was Billy Sims, right? Billy Sims with Oklahoma, yeah. 
for number 20 also. Yes. Right? I think he was 20 in the pros. R.L. Campbell was 34 in the pros. Correct. Yeah. we got to get to those numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. First one in basketball, Kevin Garnett Ooh. versus Giannis. And I'm not going to try and say his name. Anta Kanupo or some shit like that. The, the, the Greek freak. The Greek freak. All right. Go ahead, Marty. I mean, I'm not a Garnett fan, but uh, I know Jimmy, you know, he went, he's with the Celtics, so he's probably <laughs> going to go that route. I'm going with the Greek freak. Greek freak. Uh, I am going to go with the big ticket, not because not because of the way he played with Boston, but but when he when he first came in that league, you got to remember he was jumping, jumping, jump. I mean, he would get he was on his jumping and getting a rebound and getting back up quicker than anybody ever saw. So that's I mean, he was like a like on a pogo stick. So I'll go with him. Yeah, you got to get. You got to get your team winning more than they won. Though. Well, know. they were. He was on Minnesota. What the? F- they were. Yeah. He never went to college, right? He skipped college. Yeah, he right? was a high school guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and didn't they make a rule right after him, and then the rule was lifted with LeBron? They might have. I think Kevin Garnett was the last guy that didn't go to college until LeBron. Hmm. Pretty sure and on that. They might. Already checked me on that. Because Kobe was before Garnett. No, he was not. Kobe was after Garnett because Kobe called Garnett about going into the pros. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. well, good call. Yeah. And so, plus, wasn't there? Who's that? Uh, that little guard. He was with the Sixers. Um, in the beginning of his career, he's a six-man award winner. His name escapes me. Uh, oh. Uh, he's with Atlanta. Oh, I was thinking Iguodala, but no. But Iguodala was he a high school kid? Iguodala played college. Uh, no, you know, I, the, he, the two guard, he, he comes in the game, he comes off the bench, he drops like 20, 25. Huh. But he, he came right from high school too after those guys. Hmm. Okay. But didn't they stop it for a little they bit? They did stop it. Yeah. They, they, then they dropped it and then they made it a one and done, which was even worse. Right. Than Calipari. They and, made sure they had it for LeBron. They made sure. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I, sure. You know, I think they should go, I don't you know, it's tough to say, go back to where it was two or three years. I don't know. Because then it's just ruining the integrity of college at all. Just now either, they got the D-League guys that are yeah. coming. You know, they go to the D-League. And they or they go to Europe. Money. Or they go to Europe. Yeah. yeah, you get these guys to go to Europe for a year. Um, I did like that with the, the baseball settlement where they now will have an international draft. Separate. I like that. Okay. Well, they kind of always had something, but they had to give something up for an international yeah. pick. Right. Um, and I also like how they're paying the lower level guys more. Well, I love because, that. Because uh, somebody had said, I think it was Billy Ripken saying, hey, most guys, you think of these guys playing 15, 20 years, most guys play one or two. Yeah. You know, sure. you don't hear about those guys. Uh, but back to the Kevin Garnett, Giannis. I would take Giannis just because I think he gets better every day. Yeah. And I don't think he's peaked yet. You know, I mean, we kind of, you know, when we we're talking about who's the big ones in the East, you know, Milwaukee's still tough. They are. And he is a big reason why. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, the next one are a guy I absolutely hate and a guy I really do like. Larry Bird versus LeBron James. Go why ahead. Did, why, no, who, do you, oh, who do you really like? I love Bird. Oh, okay. I was going to say, geez, come on. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely hate LeBron James. So go ahead, Morty. Larry Bird versus... I don't like LeBron either, but I got to give it to LeBron. I mean, if nothing else, just his health, his longevity, how he's able to do it for all these years. Yeah. Um, Taking care of his body. We're doing doing for their prime, right? Their prime. Yeah. It's amazing, but I I would have to say. uh, LeBron. 
Well, they're about the same size, too. Yeah. No, I think Bird might be tall. He was closer to seven foot. They said six nine. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, Bird's a little bit taller. Yeah. Okay. Where are you going with Jimmy? Come on. First French of all, lick, baby. First of all, for, yeah, you're, we're talking longevity, but we're talking about their prime. Right. So we're not talking about how long they did with the, in their prime. And then you talk to anybody who ever played against Bird, they're like, he was the superior trash talker. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go in that corner. I'm going to put it right in your face. And you ain't going to stop me. So I'll take Bird. Of course I'm going to take Bird. Come on. I actually will take Bird, too, just because he's so crazy competitive. And I know LeBron is, and he's an amazing athlete. But I think that um, look, Larry Bird has more heart. So I'll end it there. The two greatest birds. By the way, it's one-on-one. LeBron, you don't have anybody to bring with you. That's right. Well, <laughs> ask Magic Johnson who'd win that game. <laughs> Did you see the special the game yet? Bird, Bird had 60 one game against uh, the Hawks. Atlanta, yeah. And the Hawks players were high-fiving watching him. The Hawks going berserk. That is such a cool video, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because he... That one, and then when he played, the, he played. The, he said he was going to do it, and he played the next game. Not not the next game, but he played the game left-handed. Did you yeah, yes. yeah. And the Lakers oh. watching him like, he's playing left-handed. Yeah. And then <laughs> there was another... Like 27 in, through three quarters. And then there, then there was a story where, uh, remember Xavier McDaniels played for Seattle? Yes. And it's like Boston. He, he, he says, I'm going to get the ball here. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to put it right in your face. And then he said, <laughs> the next man said, man, he did it. But he was mad. Bird said, I left a second on the clock. I wanted to do it at the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, legend. Larry's a legend. All right, we're on to, oh, no, we got one more basketball. Um... I don't. You probably met this guy, Morty, knowing oh, you, God. John Stockton. Ooh. Versus Trey Young. Ooh. Okay. Uh, John Stockton. I was actually at his bachelor party. See, I knew um, you'd know. Oh, okay. way to go, <laughs> Dave. Which, that must have been very tame, by the way. <laughs> it was in the basement of a Chinese restaurant. Was Ray Lewis there? When I happened to be staying with Carl for a couple weeks, and uh, we went, and they ordered a stripper. The stripper came down, and Stockton wasn't having any of it. I know it. <laughs> he ran upstairs, oh. and Ricky Green took his spot. <laughs> Rick, now Ricky, it wasn't you, Morty? Why didn't you jump in? No, no, I was just happy. I was now, just, now, is that Ricky wild. Green who played for Michigan back in the day? I believe so. Yeah. 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 All right. Now, while we have you here, and now, now to jog my memory about the mailman. I've had Jack Haran. We've had Jack on here. Who is the real man, man? Him or Carmelo? Got to give it to Jack. What? Nice. Morty. <laughs> you know Jack's smiling if he listens to this. Hell, I was, I was saying he had to change his nickname to the, like the crossing guard. <laughs> <laughs> or the toll taker. The toll taker. <laughs> I like the tall taker. I'll, I'll go with John Stockton. I mean, anybody, anybody who could wear a doily on their head like that. <laughs> Tremendous. How come the government can't get a hat that fits that giant head? All right, so who do you got? <laughs> Stockton or uh, Trey Young? Morty. Oh, I got Stockton. That's that I go man. Stockton, too. Yeah, I'll take Stockton because he was a tenacious little fucker. You know what I mean? He'd, he'd take Trey Young's He was on the dream heart. team. Come yeah. on. 
All right, now we're on to boxing. All right. Um, this guy, do not think of his end of his career. Think of his prime. Right. Sugar Shane Mosley. Okay. First, Wilfredo Benitez. Who do you got, Morty? I think the competition was so much better with Benitez. I mean, didn't yeah. he have to go against Duran and all those guys? Yes, he did. Duran, Hagler, and Leonard, or no? Uh, he was that time. He was a middleweight. He wasn't yeah. a welterweight. He was a middleweight. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. I, I, think he, I think he fought those guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. But. He did. He was a scrapper, man. Yeah. I'll go Benitez. I'll go Benitez. Jimmy? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Benitez because he had tougher competition. I mean, Sugar Shane was more of... Uh, he he he's not going to beat you by knockout unless he just pounds you, you know, a hundred punches to ten punches. He was more of a you know scoring guy, whereas just, Benitez could take it to you if he needed to. Yep, and it was just that time, man. Yeah, and yes, the, you're like you, the competition was, you know, there were brutal guys. You know, you had to survive. So I'll take him. All right, here is another one from around that time. Uh, just a complete battler. When you think of fights back in the eighties. Um, I this Arturo guy. Gatti? No, Alexis Arguello. Ooh, he got beat oh, a couple of times by Aaron Pryor. Yes, Aaron Pryor. I, I got to remember him. Aaron Pryor. But man. Alexis Arguello. Good just, boxer. You, you literally had to kill the guy to win the fight. And damn, First, got a killed. showman, but a great boxer, Hector Camacho. He was Hector a great Camacho. boxer. Did he, did he just Hector have like like the most fights, professional fights, he like did. anybody? Well, yeah. I mean, a guy like Sugar Shane uh, Robinson had 180 fights. Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, Sugar Ray had like 190. Plus, he had like another 170 uh, uh, amateur fights. Right. So, but uh, yes, uh, Alexis Arguello had a ton of a ton of fights. Yeah. And a great record at that. I go with Arguello. I remember I loved him when he was fighting. Yeah. He was just one of those wide world sports guys. Uh, I'll go with Aguirre as well because, I mean, Chris, he survived a couple of, you know, you talk about damn near having to kill him. Aaron Pryor damn near did kill him. Didn't he? Didn't he go to the hospital in a coma? Beat the living shit out of him. but he And then he came back and fought him again. Yes. Uh, And then same thing happened. Um, But, yeah, I'll go with him. Yeah, he was something else. Camacho was more dancing around with all the funny fucking pants he had on. He was a great boxer, though, dude. He was a great boxer, but... Or Gwen, which he just come at you, steady Eddie. Well, Camacho steady was Eddie. tough, though, dude. He was tough. I'm but not Gwen, saying I loved Ale- Alexis Arguello with Alexis Arguello. was a no-frills boxer. No-frills. He would always have those blue shorts with yeah. the whites. And he's going to score on you, or he's going to knock you out. You let him yeah. get that right hand on you. Yeah. Great footer, but Jesus, Aaron Pryor got to file that sucker away for a few uh, Aaron Pryor was like a full-time press. He's going to bell ring. He's coming at you. All right, another... The last two... Um, one of the guys was up and down on the weights, and the other guy was light heavyweight, heavyweight. Okay. So, um, but I think they would have matched up. Bernard Hopkins versus Michael Spinks. Okay. Go ahead, Bernard Morty. Hopkins. Bernard. He's going with the executioner. I'm going to go with the executioner as well, because Michael Spinks, that second fight against Holmes, he lost that fight. Yeah. And then Tyson fucking beat him in 90 seconds. Right. You know, Hopkins, Hop- I loved Hopkins. 
especially in his prime, Hopkins. Come on. Even 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 when he was getting older, and he went down to Puerto Rico and fought that one guy we just talked about. Right. He was inside that fucker's head. Yeah, he was Felix Trinidad. Felix Trinidad. Trinidad. Oh my God, the AX. I'll go with the AX. Hey, that would be a good match. A Felix Trinidad versus Wilfredo Benitez. Or fucking Aaron Pryor. Aaron Pryor was like a Aaron full Pryor, time that's like, press. Well, that's that it fuck. for the who wins. Now let's go to our NCAA tournament, the other side of the bracket, Morty. All right. Man, uh, I gotta give you big kudos, man. Coming up with these teams, man. I was yes. Some of them myself, I mean, that's a tremendous. Reason. Yeah, yeah. I I did not see the fifty-seven San Francisco Dons <laughs> with Casey Jones and Bill Russell. <laughs> All right, in the North Region, our number one seed, Duke Blue Devils versus the two thousand Stanford Cardinal. What uh, year the? Uh, what year Duke? What what year Duke? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The 1992 Duke Blue Devils. Oh, versus the what? Which was, I think, one of the greatest teams of all times. That's versus just me. To the 2000 Cardinal what? 2000 Stanford Cardinal. Oh, okay. I'm, They're I'm still called go. the Stanford Cardinal, aren't they? Absolutely yes. Duke. I go with Duke as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a 1 versus 16 seed. All right. The 8-9 um, seed, and this is going to make for a pretty awesome next round in this matchup, but okay. the 2005 North Carolina team mm-hmm. versus the 2015 Kentucky team. The 2015 Kentucky team that was undefeated and lost? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Morty. Uh, on Kentucky team, was that Jamal Murray? Who was that on that team? Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, 2015 Kentucky. Um, do you know who was on that Kentucky roster? Anthony Davis. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Anthony Davis was on a team that won it a few years earlier. All right. So here's or later, the, later. Carl Anthony Towns, Willie Cauley Stein, um, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Oh. <laughs> it's a 2014, 2015. I mean. And then Carolina. They had Scott May's son so that, was on it. Put it this way, that was the they were thirty eight and one, um, and they lost to Wisconsin with that uh, Kalinsky Kaminsky guy. Yes, so Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Willie Cauley Stein, Marcus Lee. I mean, it's a loaded Kentucky team. Um, and then you want to know who was on the North Carolina, Carolina team? Two thousand six. Yeah, was it five? Two thousand five, two thousand six. So Danny Green. Um, Are Danny Green? Yeah, Phil, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Who doesn't want to be in Philadelphia? And Ed Coda was the guard. Who was the guard? Uh, or Felton? Felton? No, Marcus Ginyard, Rashawn Terry, Bobby Frazier, Quentin Thomas, Danny Green, Dewey Burke, Wes Miller, Surrey Wood, Wilk Robinson, Thomas Wil- Wilkins, Devin Noel. Mike Copeland. Oh, wait a second. How did they get in there as an eight or nine? Tyler Hansbro. You're missing a guard, I bet you. You think? Let me see. Let me make sure I got the right team. They had to have a good point guard. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I'm looking. It's either Coda, Felton. Yeah, Raymond Felton. You're right. Yeah. Sean May. Uh, Rashad Sean McCants. Yeah. Tyler Hansbro. Yeah, I gotta go. Probably go with Kentucky on that one. As much as I'm a North Carolina. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
<clears throat> well, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina because fucking uh, Calipari is still their coach. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's funny. And he's been a douchebag ever since he went after John Cheney. All right. All right, the next up. Brian Shorter out of Grafton moved him down to Oak Hill when he was in the system at Pitt. So he's crook number one. Was Brian Shorter on with, uh, was he on that team with. Uh, uh, who's that kid from? Oh, God, was that the? Who's a kid from? Well, Judy Pitt? Lewis was Judy Lewis on that shorter team. Judy Lewis on what team? Pitt he was team. Abington in South Alabama. No, he, no, went, he to went to Pitt, Pitt first. first. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they had a nice team. Judy Lewis was later, I think, wasn't he? No, he, well, no, he would have been, been on eighty-five. Uh, eighty-five Pitt team. Yeah, eighty-five Pitt team. Chip something or other was the pit coach. They had a nice team. Well, Calipari was the assistant that caught Junie smoking the weed. Was, and, Evans was the head coach. And they had a guy who ended up playing for the Knicks, Michael something or other, and they had another guy who broke a few backboards. Jerome for pit. Lane. Jerome Lane Jerome. broke the backboard. Send it in, Jerome. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next team, 1990. Nine Yukon Huskies mm, that was a good versus the 1993 North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, 93? Mm. That's what the kid went with. They, win they right? did win it. They beat uh, Michigan when they called that timeout. Yep. Yeah, definitely Carolina. Really? That 99 Yukon team was pretty, pretty tough. Who was their uh, point guard? They had that Khalil, whatever his name was. They had a nice team. They had a nice run at the end. They beat that 99. Khalid El Amin. He was tough. Richard Hamilton, Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton was tough. Uh, I don't know who else they had on the team. Donnie Marshall, maybe. No, he wasn't on that No, team. that was Carolina before. Has, you got these Smith sitting over there, man. Come All right. On. I'll the go with the... He won, the day after they won it, he flew in a private jet and, uh, right to Philly for Rashid home visit. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I'll go with yep. the Dean Smith team as well. I'll go with the '93 uh, Nova t- uh, Carolina team. All right, next up is 1994 Arkansas Razorbacks. Nice team. Forty minutes of hell. Versus the 1979 Indiana State. You motherfucker! <laughs> I gotta go with Arkansas. Sorry, it was Lowry and four stiffs. <laughs> You jab, motherfucker. Sorry, oh, yeah, had all you had there. to do was quadruple Larry, and then that's it, man. I'll go with the Arkansas team because they brought it, man. They had that Scotty Thurman or whatever, and they had that Cornelius, whatever his name, Williamson. They were tough. Corliss Williamson? Corliss Williamson. They were really good. I'll go with Arkansas. Uh, Corliss Williamson, Scotty Thurman. Uh, Indiana State's uh, game Alex plan was Diller, get it to Larry and get the hell out of his way. Clint McDaniel, Dwight Stewart. Yeah, I'll go with those guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I can't go with Nolan Richardson, though. I'm going to go with Indiana State. No. Bird. Wow. wow. A Boston guy goes against Bird, and you pick uh, uh, Nolan Richardson. He could D him up, man. He had nice teams that could D he didn't up. He finish the game, though. He, they were horrible free throw shooters. Sounds, sounds like Calipari at Memphis State. <laughs> or just yeah. Memphis. So, ironically, you say that. Okay, is Memphis next? Yes. The Hold on, before you go there. Yep. There was a guy, I just realized this the other day. There was a guy, uh, I was watching like an old uh, John Chaney clip, and he was working with these two high school kids. One was a Joe Gore from Grass and another kid. That big kid 
was the center on on uh, Larry Bird's Indiana State team from Philadelphia. What's his name? He had like a weird name, like DeGarza or something like that. Like okay. a six eleven kid. No, nobody's ever even heard of the kid. I'll look it up in Texas to see you. Okay. So wait, the nineteen seventy nine Indiana State? Yes. He went to junior college first in Florida, this kid. And then uh somehow landed at Indiana State. He was on that team. Yeah, Bird and, no kid. Bird first went to like the uh, sanitation department after Indiana and then went to Indiana State. All right, um, so you're saying from Philly, huh? The center, yeah. Alex Gilbert? No? No. Because here's the roster. Larry Bird, Carl Nix. Nix was a high jumper. I remember that kid. Yeah, it's 19.3 points a game. Yeah. Alex Gilbert, Bob Heaton, Leroy Staley, Brad Miley, Steve Reed, Rich Numchick, Scott Turner, Tom Crowder, Bob Ritter, Eric Curry, and Rod McNelly. That's the team. Hmm. I must be mistaken. I'll have to look it up. Uh, all right. Maybe he played with Bird's brother. He played with Bird? Okay. Maybe he wasn't on that Yeah, the 79 team. He wasn't on 79 All right. Um, so, the next grouping is the 2008 Memphis team mm. with Chris Douglas Roberts and... Uh, Rose? Yep. Derek Rose. Uh, I don't know who else was on that team. Verse, the 1979 Michigan State oh, team. Magic's team. Magic. I'll take Magic. Magic and Greg yeah, Kelsey. I'll take Magic team. Magic. That was a nice team. That was a nice team. They're a six seed. They're right. six seed. <laughs> the three seed in this bracket is the 1985 Georgetown Hoyas. Oh. Versus the 1997 Arizona Wildcats. I take Georgetown eighty-five. Morty. Wait, Georgetown team that lost an over. Yep. Yep. Versus the ninety-seven. Gotta go with George. Gotta go with Georgetown on that one. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough team. Hoyas moving on. G Town. Down like Georgetown. All right. Um, the nineteen seventy-eight Kentucky Wildcats right. versus the nineteen eighty-seven Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, Rick Roby and the boys. Celtic fame. And, and Jack Givens, lefty, had a nice shot. Maybe Kyle Macy might have been on that team. Maybe. Uh, and who was yeah. it, 87 what? Uh, 87 Indiana Hoosiers. So. Oh, well, so you're talking about Joe B. Hall versus uh, Bobby Knight. I'll take Bobby Knight and the 87 Indiana. You know who was on the 1978 team? Yeah. G- James Lee. Jimmy Lee, Jimmy Lee, Jim, Jim, Jack Givens, Kyle Macy, Rick Roby, yeah, James a, Lee. They had a nice settled. I'll take eighty-seven. I'll take Bobby Knight. Got to take Bobby Knight. Now, wait, eighty-seven was that like was that Keith Smart or that was? Yes, yeah, Steve Alford, uh, Keith Smart. Yep. Oh, I like Keith that. Smart. Yep. Garrett. Steve Alford was very underrated. Yes, he he would nail those three pointers if you, you know, don't don't give it to him. He was a tough kid. Jesus too. Christ, Jeff Oliphant was on this team too. Jeff Oliphant, Jimmy Lee, all my buddies are <laughs> oh, on that shit. thing. We're going back. I'm we going with Jim. Jim yeah. Yeah. All right, so who you guys taking Indiana? Indiana. 87, 80, Indiana. All right. All right. Next up is the 1967 UCLA Bruins, the two seed versus the 1979 Arizona State. I don't even know so who was on Arizona State in 79 that, that you picked them. 
Fat Lever from Denver Nuggets. My God. Fat Lever was on the team. He was a sophomore. Who else was on 80, yeah. 79, Arizona? Why did you pick them? That's a good team, dude. Let me see. Uh, they were 22 and 7. Uh, really? Yep. I'm not sure who the coach was then, but I. I Ned I, Wolk. Yeah, Ned. Ned's got no shot. No shot. No, I'll take the six. Now, sixty-seven probably had Michael Warren, had Kareem. Yep. Obviously, John Wood well, was the fifteen seed, the seventy-nine Arizona State. So sixty-seven UCLA. Moving on. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Down to the South bracket. The one seed is the nineteen seventy-six Indiana Hoosiers, Hoosiers. Right. versus the two thousand fourteen Yukon Huskies. All right, undefeated Hoosiers, right? Yep. Joe Klein? No, Joe Klein played for Arkansas. Oh, not Joe Klein. Who was that guy they had for center? Uh, Ken Benson, who went to Detroit. Ken Benson. Ken Benson. Ken Benson. There you go. Ken Benson. And they had Quinn Quinn Buckner was on the team. Scott May. Versus UConn. Was Isaiah on that team? No, Isaiah was on the 81 team. Oh, okay. I'll take, I'll take 76, Indiana. 76, I yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, 1985, St. John's. Ooh, that was a nice team Red with uh, Walter Berry and fucking, uh, what's his name, Mullins? Chris Mullins, take the six-pack to practice. Hey, good for him. First night. <laughs> that's, that's fucking godly. That's all Wait, I'm saying. And Louis Cornicek, a New York guy. Versus uh, the 1962 Cincinnati team. With the Big O. Who who beat the Ohio State team that this we talked so much matchup. about. So the Big O versus, you know, Mullins. And they had, what did they have? Weddington on their team, too. Yeah. Walter Berry and those what, guys. What year was that St. John's? 89? 85. The, the year that uh, Nova won and three Big East teams went to the Final Four. Willie Glass, yes, very good. Willie Glass was on that team. You know who else was on that? Mark Jackson. Oh, I love that team. That's a nice team, wasn't it? Uh, Willie Glass was like 6'5", but jumped out of the building. Atlantic City High School. Is that where he went? Yep. He was nice. Water Bar- Remember Walter Berry? Him and, him and Ralph Talley played against Milt Wagner, Billy Thompson, and Camden Atlantic City game that was the best. Game I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god! Yeah, I bet. And then they had oh my god, they had and Walter Berry with that left-handed move. I, I remember, I still remember a Big East final where the Pearl went, f- f- you know, coast to coast about to lay in the winning layup, and Walter Berry blocked it. I would say, I think I said it before you guys on text that that time the Big East it was on, you know, ESPN Big East Monday or whatever. Big Tuesday. Were the greatest games of any time of any conference. Oh yeah. Hands down. Oh yeah. Look at the coaches. They're the best coaches. You had John Thompson, Carnesecca, Calhoun. I mean. Yeah, it's my favorite time. Rick, Rick Pitino, Raleigh. That was the best time in NCAA basketball. With that, it was. It was. I mean, Jimmy Bayheim. They had the greatest coaches. They had the greatest. Oh, it, it was Big Tuesday. 
Yeah, it was freaking oh, awesome. Was unbelievable those games. Man. Yep. St. John's was my favorite too. All right, yeah. you taking St. John's? Yep. I won't argue. I won't argue that one. Respect the uh, the big O, but I love. I just love that. Thing. Yeah, that was a great, great team. Deep. It's a shame that they, you know they had to play. But three went to the final four. That's insane. Three went to the final four. And Memphis. Memphis State. Well, they had a good team. They had yeah. Keith Lee yeah. and uh, Turner. They had a nice team. Nineteen eighty-five. Probably that was just deep. They had a nice team. All right. Yeah, the... Raleigh, Raleigh beat them in Maryland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And right. Michigan. The. Fifth seed in this bracket is the 2001 Duke Blue Devils versus the 1997 Kansas Jayhawks. Chalk Talk Jayhawk. Uh, 97. No, you guys are going to ask me who was on the 97 team, right? Kansas 97 team? Jayhawks. Well, they, I mean, Roy Williams was their coach. Excuse me. Um, God, I can't think of who was on their team at that time. All right, give me a second. They were thirty-five and four, well, thirty-four and two. My bad. Um, Ralph Rafe Lafrenz, Paul Pierce was a sophomore. Paul Pierce, all right. Uh, Scott Pollard. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Hayes, Billy Thomas, Jacques Vaughn. Terzon was probably was Terzon the guard. Jacques Vaughn might have been one of the guards. I remember him. He was. Oh yeah, Jacques Vaughn. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. Uh, and then which was the other team? Uh, 2001 uh, Duke. Duke Blue Devils. Who was on that team? They they were probably loaded, I'm sure, because that was a team that won it. From They should have won it they in 99. Both these teams won. So. 97, Kansas won? Uh, well, I don't know. They, they only no, 97, I think Kentucky won with Tubby Smith. Carlos Boozer. Okay. Uh, who else is on this team? Trajan Landon. Jason Williams. Ooh, Sean Battier. I'd go with Mike the, Dunleavy. I'd go with the 2001 Duke. Reggie Love. Battier. Yeah, I go with Duke on that one. All right, Duke. Dukies. The Dukies. That's a five twelve matchup. All right, for uh, the eighty three Houston Cougars. Oh, five slamma jamma. Nineteen eighty Indiana Hoosiers. The 1980? 1980. They didn't win it in 80. Okay, but it was a good team. Uh, to start, uh, God, I, you know, Guy V. Lewis versus fucking Bobby Knight, but I'm going to stake five slam and jamma because they, they were fucking Akeem, <laughs> Drexler, uh, Michael Young, Mishaw. Oh, good my God. Benny, Benny, what's his name? They crazy motherfucker. <clears throat> oh, I'll take them. So, wait, they lost NC State, right? Yes, yeah. they did. Um... And who was on the? Uh, they had Isaiah. Now this was the year they did not win it in '80. Why did you pick the '80? It's uh, a good team, dude. Why not the '81 when they did win it? Because it was a, a great team. I mean, that's who was like on the '80 team. I'll tell you. That's like picking a '75 Indiana team, which was a great team too, that didn't win it. I'm going to tell you why I picked Isaiah, it. Right? Yeah. Isaiah was a freshman on that team on in '80. Yeah. Uh, I think I got to go with Houston on that. Yeah. All right, here you go. You want to know who was on that team? Yeah. Besides Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas, Jim Thomas, Chuck Franz, Ra- Randy Wichman. No, Buckner was on a 76 team. Uh, he was on the Bucks by then. Randy Whitman, yeah. Whitman was probably on that team. 
the 80 team. Oops, damn. I clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, Chuck Franz, Randy Whitman, Ted Kitchell, Tony Brown, Landon Turner, Steve Risley. I go with Houston on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I go with Houston. All right. Uh, 93. What was the seeding on that St. John's team a couple, couple games back? Eighth. You see that thing? They're the eighth seed in that bracket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 1993 Michigan oh, versus the 1974 Notre Dame. Oh fuck Notre Dame! I would take uh, Michigan. Notre Dame didn't I'm do shit. Too. Yeah, I mean, would they have? They had That's an the awesome star and uh, Austin Carnos guys. Digger Phelps got one team to the Final Four. That fucker, he was paying somebody off. Did I put this team on here twice? No, I did not. 1996 Kentucky Wildcats. Ooh. Versus the 1985 Villanova team. Oh, you sucker. Go ahead, Morty. You pick them. You know uh, who. I'm going Villanova. And, uh, this is an upset. I'm, I'm, protesting, I'm protesting the selection committee here. Because Notre Dame's got way too many teams in this thing. They had, he had not even the 78 Notre Dame team that went to the Final Four. He had like the 76 Notre Dame team. All right. Give me shit, right? Sorry put together. That. I don't see All you right. guys putting this shit together. I will also. I'll go with uh, Nova because Al, that's for you, buddy. I'm going for the home. You know, I want big five teams. Give me another big five. What about the '88 Temple team? Sorry. All right, so you guys are taking '85 Nova. Yeah, fuck Notre Dame. You take out the '74 Notre Dame and put in the '88 Temple. This is team. looking good. The next roster. All right, the 2008 Kansas Jayhawks versus right. the 1964 UCLA Bruins. Who's on a '64 Bruins? That's the first one. That's Walt Hazard and them guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and who who are they playing? That could be, uh, no. that like Gail Goodrich. That might be Gail Goodrich. Yep, I bet you it is Gail Goodrich on that one. They were thirty and zero. No, Gail Goodrich. I Gail think. Goodrich, Walt Hazard, Jack Hirsch. Oh, definitely that team. Yeah. Okay. Versus who who they who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the 2008 Kansas Jayhawks. Chalk talk Jay. They, they won, won it, it all. They won it all because uh, Memphis couldn't hit their free throws. I'll go with the 64 UCLA team. All right. Again, John yep. Calipari. Fuck him. John Wood now coaches him. All right. Uh, the two seed is the 2012 Kentucky Wildcats versus the 2010 Butler team. Oh, with Peterson. Yeah. And who are they playing? What, what year from Kentucky? 2012. I'll tell you who's on that roster. That's Brandon Hay- uh, that, uh, Hayward. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Darren Lamb, Terrence Jones, Marquise Teague, Kyle Witcher, Jared Polson, John Hood, Anthony Davis. Mm. It's a stacked-ass team. And where? how far did they go? They won it all. 2012, they won it all? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, I, I'd probably go with the Kentucky team. Yeah. I ain't going with that scumbag. Give me freaking Butler. Go with Butler then. Fuck it. You're going to have Butler beating Anthony Davis's Kentucky team? Out coaching him. Who was on uh, Kentucky? That Gordon Hayward was probably on it, right? Oh, on the yeah, Butler team. team. You got to remember, they, they, Butler, he almost sank that shot at the buzzer to win. Against Duke, yeah, yeah. Let me see who was on that Butler team. Yeah, you're right. They did. I mean, it was an amazing team. Um, that can't be right. That don't, I don't know anybody. I think it's like a low-scoring game too. They hold the ball. Yeah. I mean, 
you got to figure in coaching some of this too. Yeah, Peterson was Peterson's a good coach. He was a good coach. I tell you, I don't know anybody on this team. Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward's the only one I know. Okay. Um, I'll read the names. Sheldon Mack, who was pretty good, right? Sheldon mm-hmm. Mack played the pros, I think. Yeah. Sean Van Zant, Zach Hahn, Hahn uh, Ronald Norred, Nick Rogers, Alex Anglin, Willie Veasley, Grant Ladeker, Avery Jukes, Emerson Campen, Emerson Langston Palmer, Garrett Butt. Garrett Butcher, <laughs> Butcher, oh, Chase Stegall, Andrew Smith, and Matt Howard. Matt Howard was good. That just shows you the coaching. Brad Stevens. You Brad really, Stevens, yeah. you guys cracked me up that you're going to take Butler over. I'll take Butler. Fuck that. Right. Fuck Calipari, that cheating fuck. You guys are funny, yeah. man. All right. Well, that's it for uh, that round of 30. Yeah, let me see where we got next week. <laughs> you guys are... Running that up. Hey, you ready for an IQ question, Morty? Oh, I'm not good at these. Right. Me either. Me either. Don't worry I about it. I was on Jimmy's side with these, man. I'm oh, like, fuck that shit. I'm all fucked up. Go, Go ahead. All right. I don't think I read this one last week, Jimmy, so. Um, oh, is it about the f- how many fucking apples and shit like that? This yeah, you take two away. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. You take two. And it's like fucking Sesame Street, and I'm fucking up. All right, you ready? I'm snuffle up against doing drugs in the alley. He's a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy, too, yeah. yeah. You are a school bus driver, and the bus has 50 kids on it at the first stop. Right. 10 get off. How old is the school bus driver? Morty, you're first. What's this again? Well, right. he's 58 because I'm the bus driver. Very good! Oh, he got it. You are a school bus driver, and the school and the bus has 50 kids on it. At the first stop, 10 kids get off. How old is the school bus driver? Very good, Morty. Very good, Morty. Thank you. Thank you for Morty gets the IQ. I right would overanalyze that and like, what the fuck? I need more information. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're the driver. <laughs> Thank you. This is a black thing right here. Please. <laughs> Woo! We're doing well today. Morty nails it. Al, right. I hope you got that. You're so smart. He gets them all. Um, all right, we're down to the Mount Rushmore, and this week we're doing your favorite Philly athlete of all times. Eagles. I thought we were going to do Eagles. All right, right, Eagles athlete of all time. In honor of Jason Kelsey uh, deciding to stay with the Birds. Favorite Eagle of all time. Yep. Eagles, a fan favorites is what we're kind of going for. So now, do, is, this, is this mine or like what I think the city would pick? Yours. So just give us one. We'll go around. So go okay. first. And then keep thinking. I mean, it's just because of my era, so don't hold it against me. I'm not saying he was the greatest one, but I used to love watching Gilbert Montgomery run. Ah, nice. That is a good one. Glad you didn't say Bill Bradley, because I hated Bill Bradley. He was the only guy who made the Pro Bowl. That's the only guy I used to know in the 70s, because he was always in the Pro Bowl. I had his freaking number, and I just hated the guy. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Jimmy. I'll go with Brian Dawkins. B-Dawk. B-Dawk was the fucking man. Yeah. I I, I mean, he just did it right. He's going to be my second guy, yeah. He's yeah. the man. He he was he was he played he played. I mean, I th- I think the theme of it, uh, Dave, is you know guys who played right like Jason Kelsey. He he you know plays his heart out. He says all the right things. He's not like fucking a T.O. who's a diva. He fucking plays his heart out. 
when you ask him a question, he gives it to you straight, just like kind of B-Dog. He put it on the line, and hey, man, this is what it is. Yeah. So, so my guy who is not um, like Brian Dawkins was the team leader, very, you know, you knew Brian Dawkins. He was interviewed. He was outspoken. He led on the field and everything. This guy led by his play on the field, but you never really heard from the guy, Wes Hopkins. Oh, Wes. I love Wes Hopkins. Second rounder, what, 83 after Michael fucking Haddix. Yeah. Fucking Out of Mississippi thing. or Mississippi State Haddix? Mississippi State. Ed's yeah. buddy called him. He looked like a reject from the USFL. <laughs> a reject lineman from the U.S. And that's what he said about him. That's awesome. All right, Morty, go ahead. You got another? Uh, again, I'm going to my ear. I do like Jason Kelsey, and I love yeah. Dolph. Dolph would probably be my second, but uh, Bill Bergie. Bill Bergie. I was going to go one. with Bergie. Yeah, that's definitely up there, yeah. Bill Bergie was a... Underrated, man. The guy oh. was just making tackles, man. He was in every fucking play. He just fucking played and fucking didn't say, you know, he didn't talk, you know. And and, and he did all the right things. Like, as an Eagle, you got to hate the Cowboys. And he hated the fucking Cowboys. He did. He came from the Bengals. And I mean, for a guy that, like, wasn't athletic maybe or whatever, he was sideline to sideline, man. He was in every tackle. Yeah, yeah, we got him, you know, later in his career. I mean, he started with the Bengals, was there yeah. for a while, and I mean, yeah. he just made the Steelers. They they hated him in Pittsburgh because he was just the beast and dirty. And, yeah. Who cares? Uh, the guy I'm going to go with is still kind of in the the, uh, the the limelight of at least Philadelphia. I'll go with Seth Joyner. Oh, I just wrote him down. I That's fucking funny. love Seth. Yeah. He looks like he could fucking play today. He looks like a mean motherfucker. And, yeah. you know, I love when he critiques the team. Hey, he's this, he's that. He's completely raw. He's completely honest. And he was a bad boy, man. And, you know, they say, you know, you didn't want to mess with Seth back then. I bet I wouldn't want to mess with Seth now. Yeah, and I and yeah. he just he the bigger the game the more he stepped up and if it was Cowboy Week and he even says it now man you got to step it up man Eagles yeah, the fans are going to be behind you better play I love that dude yeah Seth Joyner is amazing and that's why I, I had him written down but I'll, I'll switch gears on another one short lived career with the Eagles but I love them and he's a huge fan favorite Jerome Brown yeah JB I love Jerome Brown yeah and uh, started that fight on yeah. Thanksgiving against the, the Cowboys <laughs> in the end zone. It's just like, I, you can only wonder if he stayed because he's just another guy who made everybody around him better. You had Reggie, Jerome. If I mean, he stays, probably Christ. Reggie stays. May it, probably. Yeah. Or he would have left too. Yeah, or he would have left too. But, yeah. 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 Morty. Oh. I mean, we got a lot of good ones out already. Yeah. You know, that's six really good Eagles plus Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. Uh, Got it. I mean, I, I just fucking, again, I was there for it, so I got to go with Nick Foles. Nick. Oh, that's that's a great one. And he's another good one. You're right. Wow. Because I didn't even I have him on my radar. Yeah. And we were, I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. I mean, to be there, it was not until that last second when Gronk didn't catch that Hail Mary where you yeah. could exhale. Yeah. Brady having the ball. Yep. I mean, you're just holding your breath the whole friggin' fourth quarter. And and the fact that he was such a gracious dude, he left, he went somewhere else, didn't do well, he comes back, and he's just thankful. to. He goes, man, I'm just thankful I'm back here where I'm appreciated. And he liked being... And And I love, you know what? I love all, like, the mic'd up. Oh yeah. yeah, Philly, Straight Philly. Want to do Philly, Philly? So, and the poise, the calm, yeah. and the poise, and yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. And by the way, holds the record for the Eagles. 
even him on the sidelines or him in the huddle, like all the NFL film stuff, whatever that they have that you can search on YouTube for, man. The guy was just a dude, man. Yeah, and before he threw those seven touchdown passes against the Raiders, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was Chip Kelly time, I guess. Chip right? Kelly, it was because they were doing a run, run pass option, and he kind of got into that. So and, he, was... and he was a hoop player, and he went to Michigan and Arizona, I believe. Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan State. Yeah, he bracked up Kirk Cousins. Okay. Yeah, and then he left and went to Arizona. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, the dude I'm going to go with again. It's it's going to be our error. And that's how Chip knew him, by the way, <clears> to draft him. Um, I'm going to go with a guy with our error who became an announcer, and he was such a fucking homer, and that's why I put him on this list. Stan Walters. <laughs> Stan Walters. And, and I and he had that marble mouth. But I remember I remember one game where I, I think they were playing the Cowboys or something, and he was on with Merrill Reese. And he comes in, he's all fired up, and Merrill's like, Stan Walters is upset about something. What's wrong, Stan? I was walking through the tailgate. I saw some Cowboys fan, and I had to straighten them out. <laughs> they, they're, you're here in Philadelphia. You don't talk that mess here. And, Phil, and, and, I was, and he was such a fucking homer. And he was, he was on that Super Bowl team that lost to the Raiders. But, I mean, he was such a homer. Yeah. you got to like the dude. So, I'll go with Stan. All right. Uh, um my next guy, even though he was owned by one play, by Michael Strahan, owned him. But as far as a oh, yeah. run blocker and love of the city, he was a, he was one of those guys who loved the city as well, and the city loved him back. And he he stayed in this area, uh, became a very good congressman, uh, John Runyon. Runyon, yeah, love John Runyon. So big John, uh, big John, de- definitely a good one. Anyone else, Morty? Nobody else is a favorite, but I will give a little. I got to give some credit to a guy that he got friggin' blistered. Everybody fucking buries him. But when you look at his actual play, Ron Jaworski fucking had some talent, man. Yeah. I mean, he got fucking. He got destroyed. He had no mobility, so he got he got sacked so many times and all that stuff. But as far as like, he had the size, he had the arm, and everything. I mean. He was not bad, especially when you look at some of these bums out there today. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jaws. What he did and how bad they were back then. Jaws got hit a lot. Now, Dennis, who is a friend of mine, his neighbor, and Jimmy's gotten to meet the guy. Yeah. He was, uh, he worked with Otho Davis. He did, you know, started with the Eagles, then he worked the USFL. But he said Jaworski had so many concussions, you wouldn't even. You can't. He, no, I believe it, man. Yeah. I believe it. He got tattooed every game, and he went out there. Yep. I mean, he said just such a tough guy. Pussy, I'll tell you that. Nope. So that's a great call. I mean, you know, we always think of Jaworski because you know, put in Joe, right? Joe Pasarczyk. <laughs> it was like it was a city that always loved that to hate the starter and love the backup. You know, back oh, in the yeah. day, but Jaworski gave it his all and has made his life here. So yeah, that's a great one. Uh, If I was going to throw in one uh, kind of a, uh, you know, consular pick would be Quick, Mike Quick. Oh, yeah. You know, he he wasn't, you know, he was very quiet. He went about his business. He just did his job. He has stayed in the area. He is now an announcer. He loves the Eagles. You know, he was a class act. You know, he never, he wasn't one of these divas. The guy fucking didn't drop shit. You ever meet him? I met him and he's got these gigantic fucking hands. Uh, He would get open. 
Um, and he's just a classy dude. So I'd go with Mike Quick as well, just to kind of throw him on it. Is he NC State, Mike Quick? He is NC yes, State. Yes, NC State, Mike Quick. Yeah. Not the best ever there, though. <laughs> that, would go yeah. from, that would be the guy that went to the uh, Detroit Lions. Megatron? No. Megatron. The Colts. The Colts. Who? Megatron went to Georgia Tech. Oh, did he? Well, there was somebody else who went to NC State. It was a great receiver. Yeah, he went to – he was uh, the receiver up with uh, Marvin Harrison with the Colts. Um, I mean, not the Colts. I'm sorry. Tory Holt at the uh, range. Tory Holt. That's it. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, sticking with the last one here for the Mount Rushmore uh, Eagles, and you said classy guy and a receiver and stayed in the area, and now a Hall of Famer, Harold Carmichael. Harold Carmichael. Who I got to meet in person. Uh, Scotty got these sideline passes for when the Eagles were still up at Lehigh, <coughs> and Howard Carmichael was there. I guess it was yeah, and just hanging out and got to meet and talk with him with Scotty. Um, it was kind of cool. It was like... I felt so out of place because you're you're standing there with the coaches and a couple of ex players and stuff, and you're there in between. They had two fields going on, and you're in the middle of this practice. And I'm like, and that was when I realized like Todd Pinkston, Stinkston, was literally like a toothpick. I was like standing right next to this guy. Now his legs were way up, like he was tall um, and obviously fast. But I was like. That's a fucking NFL player. I'm like, I could fucking break him right now over my leg. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, but two fat guys on the sideline, me and Scotty. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but Harold Carmichael, classy guy, yeah. nice guy, and that would be my last guy. Okay. So I'll do I do a quick public service announcement to all the listeners. You know, since you brought up meeting Harold Carmichael. Yeah. If you ever, if anybody ever gets the chance to like meet some of these old timers. Um, you got to go ahead and do it. I mean, these guys, it, it, you know, they may be like a 70-year-old man, you know, depending on who it is, whatever, how old. But if you could get a chance to talk to them and everything, and then, like, go back to, especially now with the computer, you go back to the old film and stuff, and it's just amazing. And some of the guys, you know, depending on the sport and everything, they'll just sit there and tell you stories that are just unbelievable. Yeah. That's kind of one of my favorite things is, whether it's baseball, football, whatever it is, when old retired guys tell their stories. Mm. It's like, it's some of my favorite stuff because, first of all, I, I you know, I'm, I've never been a big autograph guy, but meeting somebody who is that great and, you know. Exactly. It's like, you know, they put it all, and these guys that put it all out there, like a Harold Carmichael, who, you know, showed up kind of like Cal Ripken to play every day, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, cool. I agree with that's a great, great point, Morgan. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I, I think I think it picks like I got to meet that Johnny Rogers in Nebraska Heisman Trophy guy. Nice, yeah. You know, and he was like so little and all, and I, you know, he's an old guy now. And I'm like, then you go back and watch the tape. He's fast as hell. <laughs> hey, did you yeah, ever meet Charles in person? I got to sit with like Brooks Robinson for like an hour and a half, two hours talking. What a fucking guy that guy was. Man. Oh, Brooks Robinson, third baseman, Orioles. Great third baseman, yeah. Yeah. That's a great one, man. The tiny little guys. I mean, he was just happy to just sit there and just tell us stories. Such great sports, dude. Wow. That's good stuff. Well, you got to see. I mean, a lot of people go out there to retire in Arizona like yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but seriously, you got to see them. I mean, they're all out in that area. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's good stuff. So... I forget what I was just going to ask you about. Um, 
Oh, did you, outside of hanging out at Charlie's place in Jenkintown, did you ever meet Charles Barkley outside of that? Yeah, I met him out here. He lives out here now. Right. Um, but I've seen him out here uh, a couple times. He's always been cool. Um, obviously, tons of people are always around him and all. Yeah, but I mean, did you ever get to meet him where you're having a conversation with him? No, not really. Not yeah. really. Because I think he'd just be a giving individual. You know, but you're right now. It's the point where Charles, he's on TV all the time. He's, you know, he's super blown up. But um, I mean, do you remember those days where he would walk into Charlie's place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just hang out like eight people at the bar and he'd come in. I have no idea why he would pick that place. His girlfriend lived there not far, right? His girlfriend went to Council Rock. Well, he ended up marrying her, right? Yeah. That's his wife. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're still married, I think. I, don't know. I believe so. He doesn't yeah. talk too much about it. I don't know it. how the relationship is, but they're still married, yeah. Now nah, he's he's a solid individual. But... And, and his daughter that went to Villanova, she, she recently got married last year. Oh, okay. All right, Morty. But, uh, we met Sa- we met Zach uh, one time, and he was, he was personable as hell. He's a good dude. I've seen videos where this guy, Shaq, just... We'll go into a department store or whatever, and first kid he sees, yeah. he buys him a bike. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that video. He's a freaking good dude, man. Yeah. So, all right, Morty. It's been two hours of this right, podcast. Guys. This is a good one, though. Appreciate you back-to-back, man, doing this tourney with us. I appreciate you looping me in. Yeah, we didn't have any Morty videos this week. Get to yeah, work. Like I said, I'm going to have it. I sent you a couple... Uh, you know, North Carolina plays for, for you to look at. Right. Uh, Jimmy, I know you're very busy with work. You don't like to answer text messages during the weekday. <laughs> he doesn't. His, his bosses are monitoring his social media. <laughs> they are. You get a chance. He's a busy dude. Later on today, social, I mean, uh, flexing Sunday. Just take a look at those old texts. Let me know what you think. All right. All right, Dave. All right, man. Have a good one, guys. All right, man. Thanks again for joining us. All right, talk to you next week. See you. All right, Jimbo. All right. What are we going out with? I don't know. Let's write it out. Head and fast. (laughs) I figured you were were getting antsy there. I was like, something's up with Jimmy. All right, Roddy Shotgun with Norman Jim, episode 95. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. See you more. See you. Hey, next week is our uh, special St. Patty's Day edition. Yeah. All right.